The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Pat Gray Unleashed. Ever wonder why things like this mass shooting, why they happen so often in America as opposed to anywhere else on Earth? Yeah, other nations have to deal with tragedies too. We've mentioned the situation in Norway, that humongous uh, tragedy where 77 people were murdered in gun violence. And it was tragedies in England and Australia that led to their gun bans. But is it in America, is it because guns are so prevalent here as the left continually claims? No, it isn't. Because while guns have become much more plentiful, the murder rate has actually been cut in half. A little more than half, actually. Is it because we're a free society and and not a police state, so it's inevitable here where people have so much freedom? No, it's not that. Uh, there are no doubt a lot of factors that go into it, and and we've discussed them over and over again. But let me bring up a, a potential factor for your consideration that I, I don't know if anyone's articulated yet. The United States of America is a covenant land. We made a covenant or a promise, a contract with God. We will be his people. He will be our God. And when you keep covenants with the Lord, that brings protection and strength. Breaking or breaching those covenants can result in a loss of that protection. But George Washington made the initial covenant on behalf of this nation in his first inaugural address in 1789. Nation had a great man at the helm, and we had the best constitution ever written. And, but now that the union was in place, there were some glaring problems that needed to be addressed and fixed. And at the very top of that list was slavery. Now, they couldn't eliminate it before the formation of the country because the country would never have been formed. But in 1807, the United States took a step in the right direction and stopped the slave trade. Slaves could no longer be imported here. But despite that, Despite the new law, the evil of slavery itself continued on and on for decades. And when South Carolina led the way for the southern states to secede, it was apparent then that there was no good faith intent on the part of the South or even the North, for that matter, at the time, to end that horrendous practice. And... Then in 1860, this tall, gangly, awkward-looking, one-term congressman from Illinois bursts onto the scene. Abraham Lincoln was a, he he was a very little-known lawyer and politician from the backwoods of Illinois. He'd only served in the Congress, U.S. Congress, for two years. Two years. And that was a decade before he ran for president. He was in Congress from 1847 to 1849. Then he went back to his law practice. So when he ran, 
nobody believed he had any chance to win the even the Republican Party's nomination. It was just a foregone conclusion that was going to go to New York Governor William Seward. Lincoln shocked the country. Lincoln was uh, such a dark horse and so hated by people in the South. He didn't have, he didn't even appear on a lot of the ballots in a lot of the states in the South. Abraham Lincoln wasn't even cho- wasn't even a choice. <clears throat> so before he even took office, South Carolina seceded, and then four other states, five total, before he even took office, seceded. And then the Civil War broke out. I mean, he had that monumental problem thrust upon him right from the beginning. And and Lincoln was just initially just determined to bring the rebel states back into the Union. That was his goal. Reunification. Just, let's just get back to the way things were before. Let's just, let's just reunite the, the country. But in the beginning, the war was going very badly for the North. Despite the fact that the North had everything stacked in its favor. A huge population advantage. 22 million people in the North. To 9 million in the South. They had an army that outnumbered the South 2 to 1. 2 million to 1 million. They had massive resource advantages. They had all the manufacturing. They had all almost all the wealth. Everything. And yet by the fall of 1861, the North was actually losing the war. Other than a few minor skirmishes, the South had up to that point, they'd virtually won every significant battle. And it was at that time that Abraham Lincoln began to change. He decided he was going to turn to God. And at that point, the people around him say his language changed. They would discover him praying all the time, reading scriptures. They'd walk into the office and he'd he'd just be reading the Bible. Uh, He would talk to his cabinet in spiritual terms. Some of them were kind of worried about it. And he was beginning to become committed to the idea that slavery must end. He had become acquainted with the American covenant. And he realized that because of the evil of slavery, that that, it must come to an end to restore that covenant. And he knew that even though it was the South that was actually practicing slavery and fighting for slavery... In order for the Union to be on God's side and receive his blessings and protection, uh, you know, all of the things that keeping covenants provides, the North had to adjust its mindset. They had to reevaluate their moral compass. And he did. And after his study of the scriptures, like a nine-month process where he was almost completely transformed into this spiritual man, he issued the Emancipation Proclamation. And it became a restoration of the American covenant. And the Union's fortunes in the war immediately turned around. So what does all this have to do with now? Well, I believe it's possible that due to the slaughter of around 60 million babies since Roe v. Wade in 1973... Is it possible we're again in breach of the American covenant? Is it possible that 
we've lost some of his divine protection as a result? Would we gain favor in his sight, in his protection, in his help, if somehow we could stop the slaughter of babies that he's trying to send to this earth? I, I think so. And that's why we talk about it uh, quite a bit now. Because I believe we made a horrific mistake in just ceding that argument to the other side. Nah, it's too divisive. It's, it's, uh, it's too sensitive. Uh, you never get anywhere. You're not going to change anybody's mind. Really? Listen to the rhetoric of the left now. What is their rhetoric telling us? That the slaughter of babies is unacceptable. Kamala Harris actually used those words. I think I still have what she had. To, I mean, listen to what she says and then tell me that this can't be applied to the abortion argument. It's going to sound a bit harsh. Um, as a prosecutor for years mm-hmm. in appreciating homicide mm-hmm. and being able to talk with a judge about it and a jury about it, I had to look at autopsy photographs. Or when we see the effect of this extreme violence mm-hmm. on a human body yeah. and especially the body of a child yeah. maybe it will shock some people into understanding huh. this cannot be a political issue we have to be practical mm. i support the second amendment mm. but we have to have we have to have smart gun safety laws oh. and we cannot tolerate a society and 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 live in a country with any level of pride when our babies are being slaughtered oh oh wow powerful statement can't we we can't be happy as a society we can't we be proud of our country as long as our babies are being slaughtered truer words have never been spoken apply that to the abortion issue 60 million in the last 40 years yeah i support i support a woman's right to choose but we can't make a political issue out of this uh i mean we've got to have some common sense rules here about taking the life of human beings just common sense rules Right? I mean, I support your right to choose. Your right to choose happened when you decided to have sex. Right? That's what you chose. Now there's some consequences. But the left believes, I don't want to be punished with a baby. I don't want my children punished with a, with a baby. with a sexually transmitted disease. Uh, you're gonna, so you're going to teach him. You know, I mean, do you remember his, his uh, thought process? He's going to teach them the values and principles. And then if they, if they screw up or somewhere along the way, he's going to sweep it from their life and not let them incur the consequences of it. There are no consequences of those actions. So we'll just, we'll just kill the child inside. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that was Barack Obama's point, if you remember correctly. Life equaled punishment. Yes. Yeah, punished with a baby. I'm... How did he even get away with it? He got away with so much. I mean, people talk about uh, Donald Trump pressure. Holy cow. (laughs) I mean, the things that Barack Obama got away with saying and doing, it's stunning. But there's something for our consideration. Something maybe we fight a little bit harder for. Something we don't roll over and play dead for anymore. Uh, Because... You know, if sin can taint our covenant, and I believe we've made that American covenant. And if you believe that too, then keeping our covenant 
with God in this nation uh, requires certain things of us, certain responsibilities. We've got to take care of it. We've got to nurture it. And we have to be, as John Adams said, we have to be a moral people because this Constitution is adequate for no other kind of people. 888 Uh We are joined by Brad Staggs for another very deep, very deep discussion. <clears throat> yes. We're doomed. Uh, we're doomed. What, what do you mean? No, thank you. After, really? We're mm-hmm. doomed. Okay. I mean, yeah. the country's doomed. So, but... Can we find uh, refuge from but, earwax? Uh-huh. But if you're going to be doomed, <laughs> you might as well be doomed with clean ears, there right? There you go. Well, I, I just, I figured that I spend so much time telling you what I think of, of WaxRx that I thought it would be nice to hear what some other people. Oh. And there are a bunch of reviews on, uh, on, on the website. So you can find out what everybody else has thought, too. And mm. these aren't like eight-year-old reviews. This is one from this yeah. month. Okay. Um, let's see here. I, a day I received my kit, used to clean my ears in less than 10 minutes. I cleared out... Some pretty impressive chunks of wax. Yeah, come on. From the ear that I was having problems with, I decided to clean <laughs> what I thought was my good ear. Uh huh. And again, in less than ten minutes, I was able to remove a chunk of wax that was mm. about a quarter inch diameter. Whoa! And about a half inch long that was hard as a rock. Did you name it? Are people actually measuring their earwax <laughs> when it comes out? That is you know, nasty. It is. Okay, it's, nasty. I'm telling you, it is like seeing a it train is. wreck. You have to stop and watch. That's <laughs> why everybody rubbernecks on the freeway. Uh, my hearing improved 100%, most importantly. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, see, Dave H. said, who knew? I had no idea I've been walking around all this time with English peas in my ears. No, please. Wait, At no. least that's what the little balls of wax looked like when they rolled out <laughs> oh, the? after using my wax RX. Who knows uh, how long I've been working on those to get them that size. Too bad there's not a state fair category wow. for earwax. No kidding. Dude literally is growing a garden yes. in uh, his ears. English peas in his ears. So before you... Or your hey, friends, or people, your family. If people mm. want to share with you their wonderful stories, yeah. oh, the earwax, I just tweet them to me. To, yes, just, just tweet them. To just you. tweet them to me. And your uh-huh. and your Twitter. It's uh, at the Blaze Brad. Okay, yeah. at the Blaze That's, Brad. Yes, at the Blaze Brad. And in the meantime, go to usewaxrx.com. <laughs> Hashtag to get, supple. Right to get rid of those nasty little English peas in your ears. Maybe uh, to use promo code radio. Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you here. Uh, how about how about FedEx actually standing up to this nonsense about the NRA? I I gotta applaud the uh, FedEx Corporation for having some giblets. Very few companies do this. They are not cutting ties with the NRA. Some companies, of course, have distanced themselves from the NRA. Companies I had no idea ever had anything to do with the NRA are suddenly gone now. For You know, they have these deals, these arrangements where you can get a discount if you're an NRA member for United and Delta and, I don't know, a, a rental car company. Yeah, I, I never even think to use I, those. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. But. And I'm a discount king. Apparently, FedEx isn't joining in. And so David Hogg, who is the, you know, the lead spokesperson, apparently, for the Parkland students, 
he tweeted out, so which companies use FedEx the most? We could pressure them to stop business the- until FedEx ends their support for the NRA. Then he tweeted out, sell FedEx stock. If they want to stick with NRA, we'll stick with UPS or USPS. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> I, I am so sick of this kid. I mean, when does it happen that he... It, when does he go from high school student to left-wing activist? I think he's crossed that line now. Mm-hmm. To me, he's crossed that line. Uh, and, and I don't want to bash him, but I'm getting sick and tired of listening to him. FedEx put out a statement yesterday afternoon <clears throat> saying they will not be cutting ties to the NRA. They said FedEx Corporation's positions on the issues of gun policy and safety differ from those of the National Rifle Association. FedEx opposes assault rifles being in the hands of civilians. Well, that's stupid. While we strongly support the constitutional right of U.S. citizens to own firearms, subject to appropriate background checks, FedEx views assault rifles and large-capacity magazines as an inherent potential danger to schools, workplaces, and communities when such weapons are misused. Let me ask you something, first of all. Why does FedEx have any policy on gun use? (laughs) FedEx delivers stuff. Do that. (laughs) What do you mean FedEx views assault? You've got a, a company policy on gun rights? That's bizarre. We therefore support restricting them to the military. More important, FedEx believes urgent action is required at the local state, blah, blah, blah. FedEx is a common carrier under the federal law. And therefore does not and will not deny service or discriminate against any legal entity regardless of their policy positions or political views. There. Okay. (sighs) The NRA is one of hundreds of organizations in our alliances, associations, marketing program whose members receive discounted rates for FedEx shipping. FedEx has never set or changed rates for any of our millions of customers around the world in response to their politics, beliefs, or positions on issues. Nice. You know, despite the fact that I disagree with three quarters of the statement, the last fourth is really good. Thank you, FedEx, for manning up or womaning up. I I shouldn't be gender specific on that. For companying up. Companying up. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Wow. Uh, they've got giblets. They, how about that? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. incredible. DMXDM suggests that uh, at Pat Unleash needs a giblet award. Yes, they do. Yeah, Maybe right. We need a giblet right? award. Right? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. We should come up with a ceremony for that, though. You can't just willy-nilly just throw out a giblet award. Like, like what would like, the plaque look know. like? Uh, could get risky. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to be careful with that, probably. <laughs> well, well, we'll talk to the design team, uh-huh. and we'll get back and to we'll you. We'll see about uh, it. I'll present a, uh, yeah, and there's got to be some fanfare, you uh-huh. know, drum rolls and and uh, mm-hmm. fanfare music. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And applause. Studio audience jumped mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, FedEx, mm-hmm. so far at least, who knows if they'll... I mean, this is smart, because this is going to blow over at some point. At some point, six months from now, Americans have very short memories. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to remember that FedEx supported the NRA uh, in their darkest hour, and so now I'm not going to use FedEx. It's just not going to happen. So these things blow over. Plus, FedEx seems to realize uh, the NRA has five 
million members. Mm-hmm. Kind of valuable customer base there. I, I, I don't know. You got these tweeters or you've got a 5 million member customer base. Hmm. What are you going to go with? Just first of all, it just makes good business sense. And secondly, it's bold and it's ballsy. Thank you. Ghibli. Yes. On the other hand, there's Alex Jones. Oh, no. Whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, this is another. I don't know if you're aware of this, but he's, he's gotten to the bottom of what this whole situation <laughs> is, as usual. There we go. Uh, and this was the day... After the shooting. Really? The day after. This was from February 15th. I can now officially say that it's about a 90% chance that the Florida event at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Mm -hmm. High School that's killed 17 people and injured over 20 Mm -hmm. is a deep state false flag operation. Okay, so it's a a 90... Yeah. It's about a 90% chance that it's a deep state false flag operation. <sighs> Which is interesting because he's he leaving the, you know, that wacky 10% chance out there yeah. on the table that it's not. That it's actually something real. May, may I quickly <laughs> damage my own soul and say that uh, long about uh, 17 minutes and 2 seconds left in the Super Bowl last year, the Falcons... Had a 99.9% chance of winning. Continue. Wow. They didn't. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, continue. Anyway. (laughs) We have multiple news reports of credible witnesses saying they saw the supposed shooter unarmed walking down the hall while shooting was going on down the building. And that people were pinned on both exits being driven up into the third floor being shot who witnessed teachers being killed. We have video of the news stations doing the interviews. People shot cell phone footage, but that didn't air from KPRC and others. KHOU, that was there covering baseball, they interviewed people, but it didn't air on the news. Right. The reporter put it out on his Twitter. This is true. Okay, we played that. What did I say a month ago? What did I say last week? What did I say when Matt Bracken, counterterrorism expert, was on just, what was it, Friday? What did you say? I said, you are... The only card the globalists have to derail our nationalism uh-huh. is what's in the WikiLeaks, race war. Race war? <laughs> okay, well, I don't know. What does race war have to do with this shooting? <laughs> what? Wait, these were white people shot. I don't understand. By white, by a white guy. I, what is the race war element here? Mm. Very strange. Were any of the students minorities? I don't, I don't know that they were. Uh. Wow. I mean, that is just whacked. He goes on, he says something about uh, the girl that was interviewed on KHOU-TV. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a Houston local television station, and they were in Florida for spring training. And when the shooting happened, the reporter went from spring training over to Parkland and interviewed this uh, student. And she said she uh, saw him. Walking down the hall, unarmed. And she said to him, hey, when, when I heard the shooting, I, I, I'm kind of surprised it's not, it wasn't you. She said that to the shooter. And they kind of walked down the hall, to, and he grunted, and they walked down the hall together. Well, he'd already, he'd already finished the shooting part. Now, Jones makes it sound as though the shooting was going on at the time. That's not what she said. 
The shooting had happened. She didn't hear shots when she was talking to him. So that part is completely untrue. He was done shooting by then. He had ditched his weapons, changed his clothes, and he was walking out with the students now, trying to get away. And they, f- they found him an hour later. False flag. Deep state false flag. Everything's a deep state false flag. Crisis actors. Mm. Sandy Hook. Crisis actors. Las Vegas shooting. False flag. Crisis actors. Florida. Deep state crisis actors. Nothing ever really happens in the United States. It's interesting. Fascinating. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888 Some tweets at Pat Unleashed uh, from Putin on a Ritz. <laughs> that's, uh, that's clever. See, it is. No, it's not Putin on, a, on the Ritz. Right. It's Putin on a Ritz. And, and, and you got a picture of <laughs> Putin riding on a Ritz cracker. It's good stuff right there. <laughs> The one where he's uh, bare-chested from the horse, and they oh, well. instead used a Ritz cracker. Anyway, uh, Putin on a Ritz says, uh, I love hearing lectures about the Second Amendment from kids who can't name the three branches of government. Yeah, it is. It's, I'll tell you, that's, uh, it's gratifying, and it just uh, makes you swell with pride. Not to mention, you know, it's that generation that's, I don't know, eating Tide Pods. <laughs> It's difficult. This is a difficult time period, mm-hmm. frankly. <laughs> really tough. Really, really tough. It's going to be okay. <clears throat> is it? Yeah, it's totally going to be fine. Because uh, right. we're going to convince that generation that uh, the fun's not with the Tide Pods themselves. It's uh, with the, uh, the the powder. Remember how we used to just scoop it out with the powder? That's yeah. where you get it. Kind of like the Goodies Headache Powder. Mm-hmm. Right? Didn't you? Oh, no, it was just me that used to take the Tide Powder and just... Uh, and just what? what so did that's you do just it? me? So, okay, because now they've got these little gel packs that look like candy and stuff, but back in the day... Yeah, I, to me, con- concentrate. We, we, we have Tide Pods. They, mm-hmm. don't, they don't look like candy. They look like a colorful laundry detergent in a little plastic container. But seriously, these k- same kids mm-hmm. probably want warning labels on the Tide Pod packaging. Yeah, probably. But the guns... Probably. Uh, okay. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. For some reason... Uh, there's real strong pushback against teachers having guns in class. Um, it, it's it's an idea that President Trump is kind of pushing. It's an idea that many have put forward that if you're comfortable and you want to be trained or you maybe you have been trained and uh, you want to participate, nobody's going to force you to. But if you if you're OK with doing it, then you can be armed as a teacher. Seems to make a lot of sense to me. Um, 
One of the Parkland kids was out talking about that. Is this, I'm not sure if this is David Hogg or the other kid. The front row seat here, uh, as these policy debates have started to coalesce, the president talking about mental health, talking about what law enforcement And that's good, and well. I, I applaud him for that. I really do. Any is, step yeah. at this point is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But to be quite frank with you, I don't yeah, think, in my own opinion, that it's teachers that should be taking the lives of students into their own hands. It should be policymakers that are making sure that these crazy individuals, mm-hmm. that these mentally unstable individuals can't get an AR 15. Okay. He's All talked right. about mm-hmm. the sheriff's deputy who was a school resource officer at your school. I wonder if you knew of him, I interacted did. with him, I and what do you make of all of this in yeah. light of what the president and others have said about what he did or didn't do on the day of that shooting? Well, I've tried interviewing him before. He would never go on camera with our school news, but I have mm-hmm. interviewed him before. He's a very conservative man, um, mm-hmm. but he, he, just like every other police officer out there, at heart is a good person. He didn't take action in this event, and I can't explain why or I, I just can't explain. There are no words to explain why he wouldn't take action. To- right. But but he does know that teachers shouldn't have a gun. He does know that. Um, there's a lot of things he doesn't know because, you know, let's not forget, and he mentioned this once, he's just a high school student. <clears throat> but he knows everything else. Everything else. Yeah, I love how he throws in there. Totally clear to him. The, the guard who didn't go in. I know, you know, he's a conservative guy. Um, wait, yeah. What the uh, hell? Yeah. Cares, man. I know. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, is it another little slam on conservatives? Probably. This kid is obviously quite, quite progressive. And I, I, I mean, he was tweeting stuff long before this happened. And he seems to have been an activist for a while. He's not the only one. He's not the only one. From the students? Yeah, there? yeah. There's that other kid. I don't know. Is it Haskins or something? Uh, Casey or Cat? I don't know. But anyhow, these kids have been brutally mm-hmm. left since well before February 14th. No question. And this is their time to shine. Uh, this is kind of interesting, though. Uh, a leftist calling out Barack Obama's uh, gun control hypocrisy in the week after those 17 people were, were uh, made gone forever at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Uh, something curious occurred. Students fought back loud en masse with sustained fury and created their own power in the streets and through the ether. Thus, a teen-led movement against every NRA-sponsored and supporting politician was born. This movement is still in its infancy and will only grow stronger and louder. Tellingly, this nation movement has so far resulted in all but across the board Apop, uh, apoplectic reactions for most conservatives. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you want 16-year-olds setting public policy? You want that? How about a group of conservative 16-year-olds coming out against abortion? Wouldn't that be nice? Maybe they're tired of being aborted. Maybe they're tired of seeing their friends aborted. And maybe they start speaking out. Wouldn't that be interesting for the left? I'd love to see it. Love to see it. Body continues. Two days ago, Obama declared his support for this movement, tweeting, Young people have helped lead all our great movements. How inspiring to see it again and so many smart, fearless students standing up for their right to be safe, marching and organizing to remake the world as it should be. We've been waiting for you, and we've got your backs. Obama's support for the teen-led anti-gun movement is unnecessary, cheap, and a self-defeatingly cruel joke Because Barack Obama, during his two terms in office, littered the world with guns. Interesting case. (laughs) 
Fast and Furious, anybody? Memory Lane calls. Uh, former President George W. Bush wasn't much of a peacemonger. Bush infamously, infamously invaded two countries where U.S. troops are still stationed and will probably never leave. Bush also sold an awful lot of weapons. Between uh, 01 and 08, $128.6 billion in arms were okayed by Bush and exported by the American arms industry. Obama, Bush's true heir, doubled that amount with ease. He doesn't even get into the Fast and Furious stuff. Mm. According to the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute. <laughs> that sounds like a wonderful, yeah. what a great organization that must be. Obama's provision of arms to the world, including some of the world's most oppressive and violent countries, accounted for a 43% increase on those sold by his predecessor. In total, the Obama administration authorized over $278 billion worth of arms sales. Wow. More weapons than any president has let loose into the world hmm. since World War II. Wow. You know what? That's fascinating. Isn't it? I want to know which governments, and um, I, I want to know where those went exactly. I got to find this breakdown. Where is this? <clears throat> well, goodness. it says here, most of yeah. them went to the oh. kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Most famous in the United States for previously not allowing women to drive and because they chop off gay people's heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for noticing the Thank Barack you. Obama hypocrisy. <laughs> Saudi Arabia also is also distinguished as the world's premier sponsor of radical Islamic terrorism. Yeah, and where the 18 terrorists came from, right? Mm. On 9-11. So, yes, not only did he proliferate guns around the world, but what about the Fast and Furious program? How do you ignore that? He sold thousands of weapons to Mexican cartel uh, thugs, and they wound up in the hands of, of thugs all over the world. First of all, they killed a couple of border agents with those very guns, and then they wound up again in the hands of terrorists in Paris. Well, that's pretty widespread, and that was all Barack Obama and uh, his his wonderful cohort, Eric Holder, who may be running for office here pretty soon. Mm. Kind, be kind of fun for him to run for office, if nothing if nothing else, and we can at least uh, hit him with the Fast and Furious stuff again, and hit him with how um, Eric Holder would like to bring about gun control change in America, and that is through. Quote, brainwashing us. Right. Right. Uh, speaking of David Hogg, as we were moments ago, he also popped up on Anderson Cooper uh, again yesterday. Here he is telling Anderson Cooper, politicians don't care about children. Getting, I mean, an up-close look, I mean, a look you probably never wanted to get, given the, the reasons you're, you're getting this look, but at how politicians work at how the system works i'm just wondering what you see looking at it up close the way you have been these last honestly it's kind of disgusting it really is starting to remind me of house of cards at this point that i've watched a lot like for example when um when one of the famous characters is killed uh zoe barnes claire immediately turns and starts putting on makeup as a symbolism of the politics being spectacle and i really think that's what's going on here these politicians don't care about these children's lives notice how the only action being taken for example with rick scott is after he is running for Senate to try to take Bill Nelson's seat. That's what's going on here. People need to acknowledge that. And like with Marco Rubio, for example, the man must be a professional dancer just like other uh, politicians because he's great at sidestepping questions. At the CNN town hall, he turned a one-word one answer into a five-sentence shenanigan emitting propaganda from the NRA and repeating his false message that 
he is going his message that he's going to continue to accept money from the NRA, just making sure that people don't understand that and they're distracted by him trying to turn it into a long answer so he can get reelected. And it's disgusting. Mm. Comments? <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> no, I should keep most of my comments to myself. I'm going to just watch House my, of Cards. And on my inside voice. Yeah, I'm going to keep them in my inside voice because uh, this kid's a real piece of work. Well, and he's untouchable. And he's untouchable. And for how long? Let's, you know, here he is, a committed extremist activist now. Make no mistake, this kid is not a high, not a grieving high school student anymore. No, he is a full-out, hardcore left-wing gun control activist. And if you don't believe that, try this on for size. He has just announced he will not. Go back to school until gun control is passed. Oh, wow, that's convenient. Isn't that wonderful? He's, he's not going to go to school until gun control legislation is passed? So hold on a second. I have heard, and it's absolutely obscene, I have heard this described as a civil rights movement, which, please, stop, oh, stop it, it right now. Now, here... <laughs> There were hunger strikes with that. Uh, yep. there, there were there were marches against um, mm-hmm. dogs and fire hoses and all sorts of fun stuff. This kid's reward is um, playing hooky from school. Oh, I'm so not going back to school until until we get gun control passed. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, boy, you are woo, wow. you're brave. That's powerful. <laughs> you know, and and I guess all of the incendiary rhetoric is fine from him. And then we just have to be silent about it. He called the NRA child murderers. He is saying that if you're in favor of the Second Amendment and you're okay with the NRA who fights hard for the Second Amendment, then you don't care about children. And we have to be silent about that? Silent about the NRA being child murderers and all politicians hate children. It, unless you're you're on his side of the argument. I'm sorry. I can't go with you down that road. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. CosmoHurtsKids.com is on a mission. The founder is Victoria Hurst, and uh, her family's company, the Hurst Corporation, actually publishes Cosmo magazine. Now, she believes that Cosmo contains pornography. She believes pornography is harmful to children. I believe that too. And if you believe it, go check out CosmoHurtsKids.com. She's not trying to censor the magazine or put them out of business. She just wants the material harmful to minor laws in each state applied to Cosmo the way it is other forms of porn so it can't be sold to anybody under the age of 18. If you just want to take a stand against pornography being sold to children... Pornography like this, I mean, right on the front, right on the cover. Hot sex skills. How to get and give supreme pleasure. Uh, Also featured in this particular wonderful magazine. In this month's edition for your 13 and 14 year olds. Cosmo's best quickie position ever. Hmm. Wow. All right. If that seems like pornography and you'd rather not have your kids who are under 18 subjected to it. Visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this.
on the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Laura Ingram claims to have some knowledge about why the deputies waited outside the school as they did. Here's what she said. Our sources near the Broward County Sheriff's Department are telling us that the deputies who arrived at the scene of the shooting were told not to enter the school unless their body cameras were turned on. And then we found out that the deputies did not have body cameras. So they did not enter or, or enter the building or engage the shooter. So curiously, police also lost radio communications during the Parkland shooting. And our source claims that radio communication also went dead during the Fort Lauderdale airport shooting in 2017 that uh, he also got a lot of criticism for. Wow. So, I mean, that would have been, that would have come from... I assume the sheriff, right? You would you would think Scott Israel? No, no he, he's out sheriffing. So I don't know that oh, this okay. is something he'd be uh, dealing with. That's right. He did say he was sheriffing. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of sheriffing stuff to do. Yeah, you got so homicides around the county to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know? Can't mm-hmm. be sitting there worrying about a Burglaries, mass shooting, homicides, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Just sheriffing stuff in general. Uh, a CNN senior law enforcement anal- analyst has an interesting take on why women. Uh, teachers, female teachers, uh, can't carry guns. <laughs> Here he is. One of the things that people don't talk about, a lot of these schools, Sandy Hook had an all-female faculty, from right. principal right. to teachers. Okay. And for a woman, where are you going to hide that gun during the day? You can't put it in your desk drawer. Somebody <laughs> might steal it and you can't get to it. You're not going to have it in a safe in the principal's office. You okay. can't get to it. Uh-huh. On your person, if you wear a dress, if you wear a skirt, are you going to have to wear a jacket every day with a belt and a holster the way a detective uh-huh. you know, on duty uh-huh. would do? Right. Um, it's it's not a real practical solution. No, it's not a real practical. Women can't carry guns. Pat. <laughs> they wear dresses. Pat. Dresses. Pat. That was the senior law enforcement analyst for... <laughs> For CNN. CNN. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, good Tom stuff Fuentes. <laughs> Women can't carry guns. It's not practical because they wear dresses. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Wear There's a coat or something? Nothing we can do. Nothing we can do. Put it in the safe. You, you know, I hadn't even them. considered that. That's how stupid I am. I hadn't even considered that possibility. <laughs> well, of course, there's nowhere to put the gun. <laughs> That's I mean, embarrassing. How dude, is he not getting all kinds of flack for that? There are so many places to put this... I just, I, it's insane. Senior law Where's enforcement. Where's a guy going to put it? You know, I guess in his in his holster, shoulder holster, or mm-hmm. or or lower back, lower back, or ankle. Yeah, women or, can't do any of that. No, no, because you're, do well, you're wearing that. dresses. I mean, dresses. what are you going to do? Put it in a safe in the principal's office? You can't get to it. <laughs> what the hell? It's just so I mean, this, weird. if that were on Fox News, <laughs> that would be story number one oh, today. Yeah. They'd be like, get that oh, yeah. chauvinist out of there. Yep, uh, I just. Mm. But it's okay because he agrees with them. Mm-hmm. They don't want they don't want teachers to carry weapons because I want the teachers to teach. And obviously, if they have a gun, they can't teach. <laughs> they're watching. They're looking at the gun all day, <laughs> right. spinning the chamber, taking <laughs> bullets in and out of it. 
you know, removing the magazine and putting sure. it back. Yeah. They can't teach like that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, discipline in schools. It's a little rough right now. Mm-hmm. Keep that gun on your desk. The kids might think twice when they don't turn in their homework assignment. I'm just saying. They might. Uh, but there's nowhere to put it, so no. you can't do that. I mean, there are there are schools with all female teachers, uh, so that might be a problem we should look into. By the way, what are you discriminating against male teachers? What's happening there? Why is that? What's going on? I didn't even know that. Was Sandy Hook really all women? Huh. Very strange. Uh, speaking of women and gun control, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, J Law to you and me uh she's sounding off again because she's she's really she's proud of these of these brave students here's jennifer lawrence i think what they're doing is amazing i think that it's it's really about time that citizens we don't feel safe and if these kids don't feel safe then they need to do something about it and i admire what they're doing oh boy don't don't you don't you though you admire it it's great i admire what jennifer lawrence is doing too she's going to take a year off Good. Uh, to fix our democracy. Fix our movies. So, <laughs> This Red Sparrow thing actually looks pretty oh, good. Oh, does it? Okay. You don't think so? I don't know. It looks mean... pretty good. I, I like stuff like that. Hmm. It's rated R, so I won't see it, but oh, okay. it looks good. The yeah. previews are actually kind of interesting. If it was PG, I would go see it. Mm. Even about, though I, I don't like her. How about Mother? Uh, if it no. were PG, would you go see that? No, I would not. No, I would I'm not, I, I don't represent a woman. I represent the earth. What I had to remember when I did mother was that this isn't about me. Mm-hmm. It's about mother earth and what's happening to it. And so that's just vomitous. Yeah. And people just shunned it, thankfully. Nobody went to mother because uh, they're like, uh, that's stupid. And uh, I don't want to see it. And most people did not. Yeah, I read a uh, blow-by-blow account. I think it's the paradoxproject.org just kind of just went through the entire um, synopsis of the movie, play-by-play. I have to actually see that movie now because it sounds like the worst thing ever created since, uh, I don't know, Al Gore went to the silver screen. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yes. The, The description of it. And especially at the end when it gets so ridiculous, apparently, I, I mean, like eating babies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's there you go. Mm-hmm. Bizarre. <laughs> I just don't know. Wow. I mean, <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> nice job on that. Uh, Who signs off on that script? Like whether you're know. the studio, Good heavens, the I don't actor, know. the any anybody along the line says, oh my gosh, I got to be a part of this project. I mean, they, yeah. they eat babies and stuff and then I know. crowd at the end. <laughs> Comes in the house and just... (sighs) Sadly, Jennifer Lawrence, Mm. or J-Law, as we like to call her. uh, Not not the only one. Who's we? All of us. Who's us? Uh, Jimmy Fallon is also out praising the Florida school survivors. Uh, Here's what he had to say. I think uh, what the students of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School are doing is unbelievable. They're speaking out with more guts passion, mm. conviction, and mm. common sense in most adults. No good girl. They're high school students. It's beyond man. impressive. That strength that they have, it's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are angry, and they're doing something about it and creating change. This is a real revolution. And they have organized a peaceful march on Saturday, March 24th, in Washington, D.C., to demand action to prevent gun violence. 
I just want to say I stand behind you guys and I will be marching alongside you with my wife and two children in D.C. to show our support. Hello. So to everyone. You just can't get away from it. You can't get away from it. And you can't say anything bad about it. I mean, you've got everybody and their brother, all these celebrities falling and slobbering all over these kids. And now you're joining them in the march for gun control. Really disappointing from Jimmy Fallon. I, I didn't know he was leftist, left wing. I mean, you know he's liberal, but he kind of pretends like he's down the middle ish. Sad. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three traffic and weather together every five minutes on the fours all day long today. How does that even work? Uh, I screwed it up. Every four minutes on the fives. No, right. what is this uh, like? Clearly, I multiplication just mixed tables? it up. I've what got a little dyslexic in my old age. Uh, you can also tweet us today at Pat Unleashed from Domestic Champ. We've broken our covenant with God. This country has far more blood on its hands than what is popular to acknowledge. Glad to hear someone on a public forum say it, aside from Pat Robertson. That's a little scary to be Wait a minute. compared there, but um, uh, <laughs> I hope he has mercy on those of us who set ourselves apart. Mm. Uh, Rocky with an I says, I don't see Hog calling Planned Parenthood child murderers. Well. No, you sure don't. No, you don't. Broccoli stem murderers. Uh, Stephen A. Hornick the third. You can't possibly teach and carry at the same time. You have to watch the gun constantly to make sure it doesn't just start shooting people on its own. Brilliant point. <laughs> yeah, forget the dresses. Yeah. You know, it, they they can't teach. Yeah, as everybody keeps saying, I'd rather have them teach than carry. And they can't do both. And I apparently and we just found out why. In our education system, they can't do either. Uh, Brent out of shape says, if a female teacher wants to conceal a handgun on her person at school, who are we to tell them what to do with their body? Isn't it their right to choose? Uh, 888-900-3393. By the way, the Supreme Court will not hear the DACA ruling. I don't know why they keep doing this. They did this on the on the gun issue. They're doing it on the DACA thing. Why? Uh, are, isn't that what you guys are for? constitutional arguments the constitution is being broken here and you don't seem to be bothered by that it is un- this daca program is unconstitutional why won't you hear it uh it's nuts triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. uh georgette in tennessee you're on the blaze hi hi pat hey um what i wanted to talk about was um the the fear factor and the anger factor, and where were the crisis counselors? For every little thing, crisis counselors go to the school. These people need to work out their fear mm-hmm. and their anger and everything instead of the media and the politics 
that jumped right in that they're going to be their counselors. Yes. We'll take the fear to the next level. No, we have to work out the fear. We have to work out the anger. You know, even as a society, it's, it's just blown up now where, yeah, they should have been able to, to work that out. I mean, even when you have a death in the family or anything, say hospice, they're there for a year for you to go to, to talk about your anger and your fears and, and whatever. And, and it doesn't seem like any of these people who were given that chance before the media jumped in and says, we'll be your counselors. That's exactly and right. where do they counsel? Yeah. We're, we, you've got to go through the steps, right? And there's yeah. five of them, and we're at step number two, which is the anger part. And that's where we're going to make public policy. Uh, exactly. It, and, and, it's, a, it's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, like, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, like, even Glenn was talking when he talked about the uh, bottom-up, top-down, and something's going to happen. I think it was with what, whatever kind of spring we had with Wall Street or whatever. You know, something's going to happen, and they're just going to say, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. Somebody's going to step in and fix it. There we lose our freedom. Exactly right. That's how it happens. Thanks, Georgette. Uh and, you know, they insist that, no, no, this is the time to talk about it. When, when is a good time? You, you keep waiting to talk about this. You keep saying now's not the time. Now is exactly the time. Really? When everybody's angry about this? That now is exactly the time when you're calling the NRA child murderers. That's the time that you're going to fix it. Hmm. That doesn't seem like the best time to do this. Seems like you should kind of work your way past the anger and through some of the other steps and then we can get to resolution here at the end. How about that? How about we just take a moment, take a breath, tell the kids to go back to school. We'll talk to you again in the summertime. Uh, it's been nice to hear from you. Thank you for your activism. Go back to school. Uh, we'll take it from here. How would that be? Uh, Mark in Idaho, you're on the blaze. Yes, Pat. Good to talk to you. You too. I I taught uh, school junior high and it's okay with medication after 30 years. Uh, but my deal is that the guns for uh, teachers, we'll always protect our students if it's with our body. Teachers get a, yeah. killed every time there's a shooting. Yep. And, and uh, in my school here in Idaho, we're kind of backwoodsy. There's probably 10 teachers that would carry. And the suggestion about women couldn't carry, there's these little lock boxes that you buy. I have one beside my recliner in my living mm-hmm. room. I touch a code on it or some of them just your fingerprints. Yep. They pop open. They're secured to a table. What's wrong with that? Nothing. The only problem I see is PE teachers, when you're out in the stadiums and things, they'll have to carry. One of those need to carry to protect your kids. But teachers always protect their kids. They get shot protecting their kids. Give us something to work with, please. Uh, that's Yes, exactly right. Thanks, Mark. Uh, we owe it to the teachers for that. How many teachers were killed? In this last event, four, five, several. I know that, and and they were killed protecting kids. Why not allow them to fight back? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And in some schools, they're already doing that. You know, to say that well, teachers can't teach and carry the same. Why not? It's happening already. It does happen at schools right now. There are schools that already do this. Uh, Glenn in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, can you hear me okay? Yep. 
Okay, a couple points. You know, you had mentioned during your last segment, you said, well, gee whiz, also wanted to have the teachers do is teach. We don't want them to be distracted, spinning revolvers and loading guns and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. And your sarcasm, that's the actual obvious point is that what would the teachers be teaching the kids with the idea that, you know, you teach by example and actions, you teach the kids that if they were armed, being the teachers, that guns are used to stop evil acts, aren't they? And for 30 years, they've been doing all they can in our school system to convince kids that guns are bad and we shouldn't have them. Right. You didn't see all this stuff years ago when we had rifle teams in our schools and kids would roll up with their pickup trucks with shotguns on the back and so on and so forth. Well, you know, we've got to start learning also that the gun, the, the wordsmithing game that uh, I know earlier today, Glenn was kind of mentioning too, that, you know, the Dems always have the wordsmithing game down. Yes. And we need to use the wordsmithing dialogue that they would use in regards to just saying something, uh, you know, to the point of where Dems and progressives hate our kids. Otherwise, they would protect them and they refuse to protect our children. They want them to be in these high target areas they call gun-free zones, these soft areas where they're helpless and that they're going to have themselves, uh, you know, uh, an absolute atrocity if an evil person decides to walk in and do those. So Democrats hate our kids. Obviously, for years they've been funding up the Planned Parenthood uh, where they can kill the most innocent of innocent. Now they're just moving on to the next stage of life and <laughs> killing them there. It's it's absurd. Yep. Yeah, I, I appreciate the call. Um, fighting back with uh, s- strong language like that is tempting. It, it's tempting. Uh, I don't... I don't know if that escalates the situation or, you know, it makes things worse and more divisive. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's really difficult right now to know exactly what to do to, to fix the problems in our country because we just continue to divide. And uh, we've got, now we've got teenagers uh, yelling and screaming at us, calling people child murderers uh, who are nothing of the kind. And, uh, and, and then you can't respond to them. Because they're sacrosanct. It's just, it's really, we're in a difficult position right now. And then you have uh, all of these uh, companies boycotting the NRA just because, on the word of these kids, apparently, and the tweets to these companies, as if uh, these kids outnumber the NRA membership. Well, Delta is one of the, Delta and United, both, uh, jumped ship on the NRA. And so the lieutenant governor of Georgia made it clear that he won't stand for any tax bills that benefit Delta as long as they follow their decision to distance themselves from the NRA. Now, we talked about this a little bit on my segment with Glenn. And, I, you know, that feels good. Absolutely. It feels good. To kind of get back at them and give them another, all right, here's a little, you get the little jab in the ribs back. But it's not really government's place to wield this kind of power and to give tax breaks to companies that they want to do certain things. Dangerous precedent would be set there. Yep. Really dangerous precedent. Got to be consistent. It sucks sometimes, but you know. Yes. You want the free market to uh, dictate the winners and losers, then tell the government to stay out on either side. Yes. <laughs> I'm unfortunately, I'm sorry. Just like you said, it's hard. boy, it felt good to see that headline. Mm-hmm. And then it you're did. like, wait a minute. Wait, hold no, it. No, come on. They should never. And there's uh, multiple issues here. 
it's not just picking sides in a little uh, argument over guns. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Big argument over guns. Um, but it's also the fact that they're offering tax breaks to begin with. What happened to equal protection under the law? Yeah. I mean, either either companies are going to pay the same amount no matter what, or, or you shouldn't have it. I mean, this is Georgia's affair. They can decide under the 10th Amendment how they want to tax businesses, but I just think it's crap from the beginning. It is. And now we've got communist China uh, jumping into the fray. Oh, goody. This is going to be good. Yeah, and you know people should be listening to com- Well, ch- communist China said it, too. Yeah, yeah. well, it's got to be right then. What, what are we doing here? Uh, they've advised the United States huh. to enact gun control. And they <laughs> offered to teach us some lessons on human rights. Yes. Thank you, China. I love this planet. It's Thank awesome. Thank you. A state-run newspaper in Shanghai ran an editorial on Friday saying the U.S. should adopt China's human rights and gun policies. (laughs) Sure we should. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a, you know, it's been a while since they murdered 60 million of their own citizens under Mao. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, Washington has been pointing an accusing finger at other countries over human rights. However, more Americans have been killed by gunfire in the country than American soldiers being killed in all U.S. wars, according to the editorial. Gun violence is rare in China because virtually no private citizens can own guns. Sorry, well, say that again. That's wonderful. No private citizens no can what? No private citizens can own guns. That sounds like a utopia over there. And there's there. no reason to own right. a gun because the, the communists takes, yeah. take yeah. care of everything, everything, everything in life. You know that. They take care of everything. Yeah, I mean, like, civilians don't need weapons. If your government is in control, they can handle everything. Let the experts take care of it. Not only do you not need weapons, you don't need two children. You don't need that. Wait, I'm sorry. We'll force you to have an abortion if you get pregnant again. Okay, but they're going to teach us about human rights. But they're teaching us. We're learning here from the Chinese, from the communist Chinese. The right of life is the most fundamental of human rights. <laughs> Wait. Oh. Except for the abortion thing, uh, obviously. The forced abortions in China. Wait, was that a quote? Yeah. The right of life is the most fundamental of human rights. From the Chinese from the government. Chinese. Yeah. To us. Yeah. From the two Shut child. Up. The two child policy people. Uh, if you, if, and if you have another child, you have to have an abortion. Forced abortion from the state. But... The right of life is the most fundamental of human rights. Oh. Huh. That's interesting. I, the, the lack of self-awareness. Oh my Every gosh. day we sit here and oh it's a gosh. different person or different entity. An entire it's country in this case. Like, are you kidding me? The right to bear arms cannot overpower the individual's right to live. How, how much would communist China love to see us disarm? How much would they... Love to see the United States of America disarm. That's a great point. This entire time, the argument from the left has been like, you know what? The government should be, you know, they're the ones that should have the weapons and you don't Mm -hmm. need this. You don't need that. Okay. All right. Fine. Take our government out of it. You want China to know that we're unarmed? We got a lot going for us still, even at this stage of the game. No. You want another country knowing that we don't have weapons to defend ourselves? No occupying force. Uh, Could long... Occupy when you have 300 million guns in the hands of American citizens and an occupying force. None of them want that. <laughs> oh, they'd love it if we had to turn in our guns. Come they and would take it. love that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Uh, real estate agents I trust. This is a fantastic. This is a fantastic situation. If you're looking for a realtor, 
If you need to sell your home and you want to do it fast and you want to get the most money out of it and you don't really, you don't have a great realtor, you just don't know who that you can trust. uh, Glenn and Tanya put a program together called realestateagentsitrust.com and they put together a network of over 1,200 agents all across the country and they're rigorously qualified by Glenn's team. And they're qualified on the basis of their experience, their marketing plan, what kind of character do they have, and what what, uh, results do they get. And the other component is really important, I think. And it's whether or not they're really big fans of of the show. And that means that if they are, they have the same general principles and values you do. And so it just works out better. If everybody's on the same page... And they qualify with experience, marketing plans, character, and results. You're going to get a great agent. So if you want to sell your house or maybe you're looking to buy and you want a great realtor, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your town. Let our agents earn your business with realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. here china and we learned some things from them (laughs) on gun control Mm. on forced abortions Mm. and they have this new great idea what do we got to just let a new president well no he's not new he's been there since uh what 2012 i think xi jinping Mm. be president for life That's so great. How much money do we do save then on elections and whatnot? Oh, that's a good point now. (laughs) China's propaganda machine Uh has kicked into overdrive uh, to defend the Communist Party's move to scrap term limits for President Xi Jinping as critics on social media again defied censorship attempts. The country has shocked many observers by proposing a constitutional amendment to end the two-term limit for presidents, giving Xi a clear path to rule the world's second-largest economy for life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brilliant. See, they're they're right on gun control. They're right on forced abortions, mm-hmm. and they're right on allowing a president to just be there forever. Yeah, and the next time one of your friends says, "Look, communism's working. Look at China." Yeah, look you at just China. Point to this story here. Rubber stamp National People's Congress, the NPC, which Uh I think we all love, is certain to endorse the move next week, meaning that Xi, already China's most powerful leader in decades, can stay as president beyond 2023. Oh, good. Li Ditong, a former editor at the state-run China Youth Daily, posted a letter, a draft letter, urging legislators to vote against the move. Wow. Watch him end up... I don't know. Missing? Dead. Dead. <clears throat> missing? <clears throat> we don't know where it happened. What, where's Lee? <laughs> I don't know. I think he left. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he moved. China's a big country. You know? Yeah, huge. There's 1.4 billion. What do you think we can keep track of everybody? Yeah, he's hiking in the Appalachian. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it would abolish term limits set in 1982 under Deng Xiaoping to prevent the return uh, to the decades of chaos under Mao. Ah. Uh. Hmm. 
It was the highest and most effective legal restriction meant to prevent autocracy or putting individuals above the party and the state. It was not sent to legislators, but shared with hundreds of people at a private group on China's WeChat phone messaging app. Lifting the term limits of national leaders will be ridiculed by civilized nations all over the world and also sow the seeds of chaos for China. That's for sure. Jeez. So uh, they're going to universally say, yeah, that's a go. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the legislators are going to say yes to this. And he is going to rule for life. And and again, it's another thing we can we can love China for, for showing us the way on that. Why don't we try that and do the same thing? Maybe they'll do an editorial on that. Oh hey, yeah. Why don't you just remove the term limits on your president and just let Donald Trump be there forever? Say, yeah. Let's let's rush that through the next couple of years. Let's push let's that see, right on through. Let's see the left get on board with that. <laughs> so ridiculous. Ah, yeah. Uh there's there's your superstar Chinese right there. They're that's what they're hmm. I mean, they're showing their communism roots a little bit more every day. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Heidi in Wisconsin, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. Uh, I used to be a teacher in Florida and I wanted to ask a question. So are they gonna have teachers not responsible for fire drills because they're not firemen and not responsible for tornado tornado drills because they're not meteorologists if they're not policemen? I mean the, it just seems yeah. a little silly. Yes, it does. You have you you take classes to be taught to look for child abuse, to look for malnutrition, eating disorders, all these things, and you can't protect seventeen kids. That's it's a great point. <laughs> I, I, anyway, that, point. I just, I just I, I, we spent so much time doing fire drills, but mm-hmm. um, we wouldn't want our. I want them all to have guns if my child's there. Absolutely. If I trust them to teach my child and to keep them safe in a fire um, and to keep them, you know, safe in a tornado, what's the difference? Yeah. But anyway, you guys do a great job. And um, I joined the NRA today Mm -hmm. and I don't have a gun. Oh, that's great. It's pretty awesome. And you guys are awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Heidi. It's actually a good idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to do that myself. It's what, 40 bucks a year or something? Yeah. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Curtis in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hi. Uh I'm twenty nine years old. When I was eighteen, I was at a mall in Kern County, California, where I grew up. And uh there happened to be a gang shooting uh turned out to be three stores away from us and I was eighteen, you know, and I was there with three female friends and a male friend, and my male friend and I stayed up, we got our girls down and we stayed up standing as the guys that shot a poor 19-year-old kid in the mall, and we were ready to to do anything that it took to put a stop to any more violence. We didn't have any firearms, and I'm a little bothered that the sheriff's deputies in Florida weren't able to do the same. Yeah, it it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, Appreciate the call. Thanks, Curtis. And that's, you know, almost everywhere you go now, whether it's a school or a church, they're they're talking about these uh, steps, these emergency steps that you need to take in the event of a shooter. Somebody should come into the church and start shooting. We just talked about this several times uh, in our church on Sunday. And, you know, obviously one of the, th- the first thing they say is run. 
If you can get away from it, run and barricade yourself. Well, I mean, if you could run and barricade yourself, you don't kind of have to worry about it, right? Uh, but a lot of times you can't do that. So the recommendation is, and I, I don't know that anybody's ever done this, throw stuff at the shooter. Whatever it is, whatever's handy. If you got an iPad in your hand, those things are heavy and would hurt if you get hit in the head with it a lot and would certainly distract the shooter. So throw things at him, books, hymnals, iPads, phones, throw crap. Everybody in the room, throw things at him and then jump on top of him as he's wincing. Take the gun from him. I, to me, that just that just makes sense. Uh, it's a lot safer than cowering and waiting to be shot. Uh, I think the throwing things is a good idea because if you're ducking, you're not aiming, right? Yep. Seems like uh, it, it seems like that makes a heck of a lot of sense. Now, if you can run and just get away, you know that's probably the best thing to do. But then, what about the people who can't run? What about the people left behind? If everybody throws stuff, to me, I think that's the way to go. Unless you have a gun with handy and then pick it up and shoot him. End of discussion. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, look. I... After having guns yes. handy, throw stuff. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed. And Chewing the Fat with Jeffy coming up. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, it's time for chewing the fat now mm. with Jeffy. Hello. Hello. I want to keep going where we were going, but I'll, I'll move on because I'll let you have that. It was so much fun. All right. Um, just be prepared. There's more. There's more. There's more mm-hmm. of the Pat Gray. More unleashing to be done. Uh, happy birthday uh, to my youngest son, Maximus. Hey. 16 years old today. Wow. 16. Amazing. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Max! Time flies, does it not? Listen, we're gonna listen. We're gonna celebrate big today. Are it's, na- it's National Pancake do? Day at IHOP. <laughs> Is it uh, free pancakes at IHOP today? So Why don't we uh, that's where we're going. Here? I know. Why don't we have pancakes? I, I, I don't produce this show. Where's the pancakes? Oh wow! I wow. don't produce I mean, this show. That's a fail, obviously. <laughs> that's a massive fail. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, every every other broadcast hey, entity Ron. has IHOP bringing them pancakes. We got ninety minutes. Send someone else. Oh, that's, a, that's almost Thanks. a fact. Any decent. Any, Any broadcast producer entity. is bringing their broadcaster uh, I know. pancakes. Hi, there's only two or three in the neighborhood. <laughs> we, it's not possible to get pancakes here. <laughs> no, That's you'd sad. have to drive a mile. <laughs> it's at least a mile and a half. Come on. <laughs> I love the free pancake day for my hop. The free short yeah, stack. Yeah, it's great. It's and great. they, you know, look, and it is free, right? I mean, they ask you it to is? consider leaving a donation. 
because they want to they want to give money to charities. They do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they're just raising delegated. money for charities. Yeah. Right? He's delegated to run. They're, He's go they're raising money for charities because uh, okay. they say, hey, you know, they're free, but hey, why don't you give money to charities? You don't have to. Oh, jeez. There we go. Okay, now you still have your pancakes, saying, Mr. Guilt Trip. I, I, I will tell you. You don't have to. May I say once again, when I go into, a, let's say, a grocery store, and I'm buying groceries, <laughs> yeah. and they say, hey, would you like to donate to kids without ILS? Yeah, I know. No. no. I don't no. even let them get it out of the mouth. No. I'm at the grocery store to purchase this product. I'm not thinking about charitable donations oh right gosh. now. I don't even know if it's going to go to kids without eyelids. So why don't you let me well, handle my donations a, somewhere else? A, Pisses me off. I hate it. Uh, I hate Meredith, it. the cashier, told you that they're going to go to... <laughs> The money's going to kids without eyelids, right. so it's so going to kids without eyelids. To the bank. Thank you. I just love right? that. I love that. Do you want to round up to help fill in the blank? Uh, Why? So you can write it off your taxes later? No, I'm going to take that. Well, you can too. But they guilt me into it every time. What? I, yeah, I, I know. And, and they, I know. I, I'm with you. And it's the same as uh, there's a, a chain in this time. neck oh. of the woods that has a big deal Never. for five bucks. They give these lunches or dinners or whatever it is, feed the hungry. You know, they give you those boxes of food for five bucks. I do too. Not when I'm making a different. I know, but I can't when I'm. You know, if I'm there buying, let's say, pancake mix. Uh huh. You know, if you if a person were to do that, Mm -hmm. and uh, would you like to help the hungry homeless today and buy a lunch for them for five dollars? Hang on. I mean, I I mean, how can you not? I feel bad about saying wait. So you no, and I don't care about or do not at the register. Well, Well, you almost have to. I just did it last week. I'm with you. We were making a purchase. I feel bad. I had some clothes. I was buying some clothes, and they're like, "Do you want to make a?" do you want to make a donation to the American Cancer Society? My wife says, no. Never. I said, Just give them no. a dollar. Okay, we'll give them five bucks. Yeah. We'll do five bucks. Just give them a dollar. Right. I mean, you give them five. <laughs> but I mean, that's the lunch. The lunch is... Look, my the wife box, is not a sucker like the I The box is... Mine, mine is not either. And the five dollars no. lunch is... You know, I mean, sure, I want to help the homeless. And mm-hmm. look, I'm five bucks. Right? I mean, we... Yeah. We wash away five dollars because right. I waste uh, that in in gas. Right? I mean, we waste five dollars in gas just driving around the block to see if the car runs. Right. I can't not do it. I just resent it because I don't want to right now. I do this all the time, but I don't want to here. <laughs> I don't know. Don't but hang, okay, don't hang your head. And they know don't that. Hang your head. And they know that. I know. I I know. I want to see the homeless guy that's eating my box. My box of food. Of course, that, that, that's fine. That's yeah. what I want. I yes. want to see him. I want to see him. I don't want to see him out in front of the store when I walk in. <laughs> Let me see pictures of him or something. I only want Show to me see a, send him. Send me a picture. I only want to see him when I have to drive to the airport and he's underneath that fridge. Okay, that's the only just have pictures see. of him hanging up front or something. I mm-hmm. tell me I helped feed Harvey, the homeless guy, <laughs> on forty five last night. Something mm-hmm. that you know, make I me feel a little bit better. I can't believe this. I just. <laughs> Whatever. We're suckers. Yes. Oh, there's no question. There's no question. And listen, I bought. There's a new scam mm-hmm. that I got suckered into. Mm-hmm. What? All right. So I'm in a parking lot waiting for my wife to come out, uh, get her car worked on. I'm just in a parking lot mm-hmm. waiting for my wife to come out of the come out of the garage. Guy comes up to the window with banana bread from the church. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Freshly made banana bread. How now, can you a, this church? How can I say no to banana bread? Well, you, you can't. can't. You can't. You can't. And he's got a, he's got a tray of all these loaves of banana bread, they, and they smell good. They look good. So he's a he's a former meth head, okay, getting his life together. Really, he's here at rehab. Part of the rehab made, is, did the meth head make the, the, the banana church, bread? The church people make the banana oh, bread. Oh, I'm some sorry, of that bread. I'm not buying the banana bread. It was good. Bread. Oh yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah. 
No, I'm not. You're going to tell him no? The, 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 you're him, sitting in the car? I'm going to tell him no. Oh, well, I, I might good give you a donation, but I don't want your bread. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to do. That's what I actually was going to do. I was going to say, here's some money. You know, I gave, gave him a bill. I said, here you go. Good for you. You're going to go back home. He's going back, to, he's going back to Arizona to his family. He's trying to get his life back together. And that, you don't even know if that's true. I, you don't even know if any I of it's true. I know it. That's my point. I can go up to a here? guy in the car and say, hey, I've got some banana bread. <laughs> I don't have it on me, but I'm going to bring it sure. to you later. But yeah. I am trying to get back to my math. home in Omaha, Nebraska. Well, you just said it was math. Arizona. Now it's no, Omaha. But he's in re- see, they sent him to rehab because he got arrested here in Texas. See, so he's in rehab, and uh-huh. he's trying to do better uh-huh. at this rehab place so he uh-huh. can go back home wow. to the family yeah. in, in Arizona. Yes, he the story it. worked. Mm-hmm. He looks he, he looks like he's he looked like he could have been a meth head. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's well, showered so and he's clean. No, you don't. You got, Your teeth are too good. <laughs> But I'm just, and you, you don't have any pock marks on your face or anything. I don't know if you're aware of what meth does to you, but you don't have that. You, but I'm just. What, uh, what does it do to you? Yeah, let's, uh, do well. your teeth fall out? Oh, it's poison. Yeah, you're putting poison in your body. Oh, my God. It rots your teeth. It pops your face, oh your brain. It's really bad. So have you you ever, can see a huge difference. If you, have you had meth? If you see people. Uh, have that, you had meth? If you know people that have, uh, that have smoked meth. <laughs> have you, you weight? had meth? You, can know, you know that once they're hooked. <laughs> can you only count to 18? Once they're hooked, you see the difference. I mean, yeah. there's, pic- there's, there's pictures out there of people who, uh-huh. you know, the before and after scenes is really yeah. bad. bad. And I yeah. do have, I do, sadly... Sadly, uh, know of one person mm-hmm. that uh, went through this, and it's it, the difference is horrible. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah, really bad. Yeah. Meth is not a good thing. No, it is not. No, it's not it, it is not. And it, it's the reason why we have to show ID when we try to buy a simple drug called Claritin D, because the government, in all their wisdom, looked out for us and that, all the meth heads. That's obnoxious. But what are you going to do? I, I mean, you got <laughs> the kids that are using I it know. for the. I mean, if they'll eat. Tide pods, and we've Certainly made it, look Claritin D we had, for meth. We had one of the biggest shows on television, yeah, uh, making it a big thing that this guy, this meth cooker, mm-hmm. you know, with his blue meth. Oh yeah, was it was the, uh, well, uh, yes, the thing, yes, Stulo on AMC, Breaking yes, Bad. yes, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Well, you know, and we made him into a hero, and right. what he was doing was cooking meth. Right. So come on now. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's bad, and so you know. Anyway, this guy comes up to me with this banana bread. <laughs> And that's what I was going to do is give him money yeah. and not take the banana bread. I was like, eh, don't take the banana bread, you know. But he was so happy. <laughs> he I gave was him so money. happy. Did he smile? He was so happy that I gave him money. Like he gave me, gave me a couple of banana bread loaves. And Did he smile? I gave them to the kids. Yeah, if it was bad, it was, you know, but the kid, kids are resilient. <laughs> if they the fell over dead, then. Ah, the kids will eat him. Jeffy, did he smile? <laughs> and how many teeth does he yeah, have? Yeah, the teeth were, you know, he was struggling with a little teeth problem. Hmm. I'm like he was. It was coming. So much, he was on the coming back. You know what back. you need to do? You need to get him a gift card to a dentist. Then how much did you pay for the banana bread? I gave him a couple. I just gave him a bill. Okay, a, I, bill, a, a, a dollar a bill. bill. A bill that a had bill. that's worth money. Okay, the money, the paper. You don't know who's money, on the one dollar bill, do you? The bill that is worth money. I would have done the same. I would have given him money. I probably would have. It was bigger than a one. I just wouldn't take. <laughs> it was bigger than a one dollar bill. A ten. It was bigger than a ten. You gave <laughs> him a twenty. That's all I had. Wow. Wow. That's all I had. That must, that must have made his day. 20 bucks for a banana bread that was made by a meth head? That had to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had. I, I mean, don't know. If it's got listen, meth in it, he may have underpaid. <laughs> listen, that was dinner for the kids, so let's just live with it. <laughs> you know, I thought you were going out. There's, there's two loaves of banana bread there for you. Shut up. <laughs> 
Beautiful. I mean, that's but mm-hmm. be ready for that scam. Yeah, because oh, I, I honestly believe. I mean, I, I was, it could be a huge scam. Probably. And I, and that, I mean, it could be. You have to yeah. feel. See, the thing is, when you give people money on the street, you're not giving it to. I mean, you're giving it to them, hoping mm-hmm. that they do good with it, right? Mm-hmm. Hoping that they try to turn their lives around, and mm-hmm. get better. Mm-hmm. But you're also doing it because you want to feel good about it. Mm-hmm. You want to feel good about. Hey, you know, I gave this person some money. It's because so it's what we're supposed to even do. Even if they go turn around and that's buy on them. drink. Right. That's on not them. on you. Right. You did what you're supposed to do. Thank you. Now it's on them. That's so, the way I, I look mean, at it, I too. just... My it, wife is always like, you're a sucker. Uh, I, it's on them. Yeah, no, if you if don't I give am it a to sucker, them, it's on them. And it's never on them. It's if on you them. don't give it to them. Yeah, but then it's but on then, me. Then it, we haven't done anything. Then it's on me. Oh, jeez. Right? Yes. We'll save the world, baby. I mean, I... I know it's it's funny to say no, get out of here and and holler at him. And you know there was one lady in New York always that we if you didn't give her money, f you, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I got gonna strike you down. You know and holler at you at the street mm-hmm. corner. I mean you didn't give her money because you wanted her to holler at you. Yeah, but I mean you're supposed to, right? I, I know that's so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Anyway, that's hey, don't forget to go to my channel. Did you get my link? I sent you last night. Uh, Talking Walking Dead. Uh, you can just go to my channel at, at theblaze.com, Jeff Fisher channel, and uh, you can uh, listen to uh, the new Talking Walking Dead is up for you to download, so go ahead and listen. Hey, maybe if you go to IHOP, uh, get your free stack of pancakes, listen to the podcast, you're good to go. Okay. Just, I'm just saying it's an idea. Uh, Elvis Presley, you heard of Elvis? He is uh, officially running for a congressional seat in Arkansas. I'm sorry? Uh, well, not, not, not Elvis Aaron. Presley, uh-huh. but Aaron D. Presley. Now he's also, you know, he does, you know, he does pretend to be Elvis on stage once in a while and perform, you know, perform and impersonate uh-huh. the Elvis Aaron Presley once in a while. But he's filed as the Libertarian nominee, challenging Arkansas Republican Representative Rick Crawford running for office Come in on, uh, in Arkansas. Wants to be the uh, wants to be the uh, Libertarian nominee Come on, for uh, representative in Arkansas. Now. You'd say to yourself, what do you mean? Uh, well, that's a big surprise. Why isn't he holding an office already? He cares so much about Arkansas. Well, he's run before. He's run for governor, land commissioner, and state legislature. And he really, really hasn't won before. So no? I don't know that he's going to have an opportunity to win this time either, but huh. it's nice to see Elvis Presley on the on the ticket. You know, yesterday mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about uh, the DUI on a horse uh, <laughs> in, uh, in California where the guy was uh, uh, two times the legal limit. And uh, riding his horse on the freeway uh, on the interstate in California. I mean, where else are you going to ride it? Well, I mean, that might have been what caused the issue with the police is uh, riding it on the interstate. Okay. Uh, Sunday, we found out that a man uh, in Kansas City uh, decided to uh, ride his ATV naked down the interstate. <laughs> Uh, it was some great footage of, uh, there's a couple, there's footage from uh, a, a passing car who said, what are all these cops coming around? What are they doing? And then all of a sudden you see the ATV with the naked man fly by him. And he's commenting throughout the entire video, which has to be, you know, had been, needs to be edited for our broadcast, uh, which is a shame because you'd think people would be. Don't ruin the moment with your camera, you know, if you yeah. want it played everywhere. Right. Uh, and then there's also footage from the uh, state. Uh, that shows the man coming up on, on an overpass with the, all the police cars chasing him. It's uh, it's really, yeah, we do have the video. We, we should be airing it, as a matter of fact. Swear to God, white dude, naked as a jaybird, <laughs> on an ATV, running against traffic on I-29. <laughs> <laughs> the cops have a rolling roadblock. I swear to God, there's like 12 of them behind us. 
Wow. This dude is butt naked. <laughs> Here they go. Holy <laughs> There's like seven <laughs> more getting on the highway. <laughs> He's getting ready to pass us. There he goes. Oh, <laughs> see, we can chill the man. You can't even see his stuff. Only in Kansas City. <laughs> wow. It's a big, really weird. It's a big really weird. And I mean, they chased him for a long time. Why is he doing that? Off he goes here. Hey. Oh, yeah, meth. It's probably got oh, banana bread to smell. At this, uh, they, wow. they don't know. They this chased him. Uh, they chased him for hours on Sunday afternoon for at least a couple hours. Because we have hours. so many cops around us. You hear it? You'll see some footage yeah. in the next video I mean, from the state as he goes over and overpass it. You can see all the police cars still coming after him underneath, which is fascinating. We were trying to wow. figure out what was going on. Yeah, he's explaining his thing. Comes on the highway, and I'm like, we see a helicopter bank sharp, and then we look over, and this ATV's coming up on the highway, <laughs> and we're like, what the f***? And then we realize, wait, that dude ain't got no clothes on. <laughs> wait, that dude ain't got no clothes on. If we have, Do we have the other footage of him coming over the overpass? Or no? I, I don't know. that. We, oh, here, here we, we go. go. Yeah, you see all the cops coming underneath, okay. uh, and, uh, he's, and he's still running, because he took off uh, he took off and found a couple of breaks in a fence, in some fences. <laughs> and he's just and gone, he goes over. man. So they, did they ever catch him? Yes, they did. Oh, okay. Yes, they did. They kind of, they, they, they tweeted, they finally tweeted, uh, the uh, Clay County Sheriff's Funny. Department tweeted, uh, hey, uh, we've been, uh, you've been seeing along I-52 and I-435 uh, because of a naked man riding a yellow ATV who refused to stop for police. He's now in custody. No dangerous instruments were found. So... <laughs> I don't know. They had did not tweet uh, what uh, particular drug he was on, but I'm sure that he was uh, probably Tide Pods. It's very possible mm-hmm. that it was Tide Remember Pods. Remember, for a yes. while it was bath salts. Oh yeah, every the bath one salts of these were... naked incidents were bath salts. Yeah, those those were really bad for a while. Yeah, and really. People bad. were uh, get, sitting in the park and then stripping naked and attacking other people. Yeah, I mean, really bad. And eating their faces and that yeah. kind of stuff is uh, it was creepy. Yeah, real creepy. Yeah, and then. Uh, one of my favorite, uh, there's a, an interview uh, with uh, George Clinton. You know George P. Clinton yeah, of yeah. the Funkadelics? Mm-hmm. Uh, interview in Rolling Stone magazine, and uh, he's asked uh, how he feels about white artists doing black music. I love this. And he would said, I'd bite off the Beatles or anybody else. It's all one world, one planet, and one groove. You're supposed to learn from each other, blend from each other, and it moves around like that. You see that rocket ship leave yesterday? We can maybe leave this planet. We're going to be dealing with aliens. You think black and white going to be a problem? Wait till you start running into MFers with three or four things. <laughs> Bug-eyed MFers. They're going to be ready to party or they're going to be ready to eat us. We don't know. But we got to get over this of not getting along with each other. Nice. That I mean, was amen. so good. It gave me chills. Amen. It gave me chills. Right? Yeah. I know. So good. I agree 100%. Love that. That's 100%. brilliant. 100%. Uh, my favorite, uh, we'll do a couple of my favorite uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter posts for okay. the day. Uh, the first is a tweet, uh, my favorite, of guns. Uh, it says it has a picture of, uh, for those of you uh, listening on Blaze Radio, it has a picture. We have it up on for Blaze Television, a picture of two guns, one regular gun, one gun with a silencer. And the gun, regular gun is titled Teacher. The gun with the silencer titled Librarian. Yeah, come on. <laughs> there it is, theblazetv.com. Nice. I know, very nice. And you'll appreciate this, Pat. <laughs> so it's got a silencer there. 
So like, you can still be quiet yeah, absolutely. in the library. <laughs> you can very, very quietly kill people who are trying to kill you. Very funny. That's nice. I like that. <laughs> one of the replies was a uh, was a picture of a gun with one of those old uh, turntable uh, speakers, you know, the megaphone speakers. It's like a yeah. loud answer. It's just stupid fun playing with that. But it was really funny. And you'll appreciate this, Pat, more than anyone, I think. Okay. My favorite Facebook post of the day. In a democracy, the majority rules. If the majority decided they wanted your bike, they could take it. In a republic, your bike is your property and you do own it. You don't owe it to anyone. If it cannot be taken against your will, by law, America is a constitutional republic. Therefore, the Constitution is the law by which we are supposed to be protected. In a republic, the individual is protected from the majority by constitutional law. A constitutional republic is what we were giving. It's up to us to keep it. The media is constantly using the term democracy as America's form of government. Make your children know the difference. Thank you. Thank you. Who, who, uh, some <laughs> a, random tweet? Yeah, just a random Facebook post. That's great. I like Trisha, it. Trisha Hennessy Stickle. Okay. Random Facebook post. Nicely put. Absolutely. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, we were talking about scams earlier. Uh, here's a donation that's not a scam. Uh, another thing I just gave to this morning. <laughs> I just, I every morning I troll, you know, the BYU site to just see the update. Uh, well, who does find out what's going on? I mean, on. Do you, do you say that like other people uh, don't? Of course, everybody does, Okay. Right? So I see this picture of uh, Tanner Mangum, who's the maybe the starting quarterback this year. We don't know yet. Uh, but yeah, anyway, great, Tanner Mangum. he's uh, recovering from Achilles tendon mm. uh, another surgery. Another injury. And he went to visit a guy in the hospital um, and uh, signed a football for him and all that. And this guy's in a wheelchair. Nice of him, yeah. And so the story on this guy was that he's riding his bicycle at 30 miles an hour down one of the canyons near Provo. And a microburst happens. You know what a microburst is? Just an incredibly, like, hurricane-force wind that just comes out of nowhere and blows things down. We've absolutely, if you live in the mountains and stuff, you you know that those do They they come out of the canyons a lot of times, and and it snapped a tree and blew it on top of him Mm. as he's riding his bike. And it crushed him. And he had all kinds of internal injuries, 150 units of blood, wow. um, trauma team, you know, seven hours of surgery to repair kind of his like lungs. like our governor here in Florida, and now or in Texas. Sudden, yeah, yes. And now he's paralyzed from the chest down. Uh, and uh, awesome. really horrible. And so the this family that he has is going through all kinds of you know medical bills and, and whatnot. If you're interested, yeah, we'll tweet um, it it's out. support for Corey Nielsen and family, N-I-L. S-S-O-N. Support for Corey Nielsen and family. And this isn't a scam. And it is not it a is scam. It is not a scam. Yeah, this is not like the grocery store thing. <laughs> Triple Triple A. Or the one What about the, the banana bread? Or the banana bread in the, in the parking lot. <laughs> Even worse. Uh, that's uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Uh, let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. Also, this, this is also something I believe in a lot. And it, it's surprising to me because I wasn't expecting it. It's vegetables, and I don't do vegetables. You know, I, I'm not a guy who eats a lot of broccoli and a lot of Brussels sprouts and spinach. In fact, I remember the, one, of the, one of my first memories in life is I was four years old, used to love Popeye, and he used to squeeze the can, can of, spinach of spinach into his mouth, yeah. and I thought that looked so delicious. And I begged my mom to get spinach. She'd say, I don't think you're going to like it as much as Popeye does. And she went out and she got canned spinach. 
because my mom didn't do fresh things back in that day. No one and did. And so canned spinach was plopped on my plate. And I'm like, this doesn't look like what Popeye eat, but it must be delicious. I vomited uh, my entire <laughs> supply of spinach. You didn't put it in your mouth, 30, right? I did. You, I didn't put it. you did not put it in your mouth. You're supposed to I squeeze did, it right. so it shoots it out of the can. It down your throat. Yeah. It didn't work that well for me. <laughs> Since that time, I've kind of been down on vegetables. Anyway. Brickhouse Nutrition has a field of greens, which contains a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. You just, you take it out and you put it in your drink. And I do this every morning uh, with a protein drink that my wife makes. It's delicious. And it gives you, again, a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. The only vegetables I get all day. So I love this stuff. And I just feel better. I just frankly feel better. One scoop and eight ounces of water, your favorite drink or shake. It's that easy and it tastes great. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today and get your free shaker bottle with the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. You're listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed. Mm. Hi. Oh, I just pulled a Glenn and ran a little long in that segment. Uh, (laughs) 888-900-3393. We got to talk about this Florida Republican, Brian Mast, telling CNN that behind closed doors, this will make you excited, behind closed doors, the GOP has been receptive to his position to put a ban on assault weapons. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> uh, welcome. Pat Gray Unleashed, 888 Uh They've done decades of research on the psychology of conservatives compared to the psychology of liberals. And here's what they say they've come up with. Being scared can make you more conservative. I, I don't buy that. Right from the start there, come on. The ones who are scared are usually the liberals. Um, threats of terrorism make everyone less liberal, they said. Well, yeah, because you want to defend yourself. That doesn't mean you're scared. Uh, that means you you just want to take a stand against somebody who's trying to kill you. There's a, there's a difference there. Uh, number two thing they've come up with, a conservative brain is more active in different areas than a liberal one. Brain scans show that people who self-identify as conservative have larger and more active right amygdalas. And uh, that's the associated with pro- expressing and processing fear. Oh, uh, this aligns with the idea of the feeling that being afraid makes people lean more to the right. Um, conservative brains tend to have more activity in their right amygdalas when they're taking risks than liberals do. On the other hand, Feeling safe and endowed with strength might make you lean a little more liberal than you otherwise would. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, liberals are less squeamish about looking at yucky stuff like vomit, feces, and blood. I, I don't like looking at any of those things, so maybe that's accurate. I don't know. Uh, conservatives tend to display more ordered thinking patterns. There's something uh, interesting. Whereas liberals have more aha moments. Liberals tend to follow the wandering gaze of others more often, while conservative eyes stay more focused on the original subject they're looking at. You can tell that when they're debating things on Fox News or anywhere else. Uh, the, con- the liberal is continually changing the subject because they'll be defeated on one end and then they'll go to another one. They'll be beaten there and they'll go to another thing. Happens every time. Good stuff. Holding conservative views seems to make people more resistant to change and help them explain inequality. Yeah, the Constitution, not something you really want to be messing around too much with. Yes. Sorry, guilty. Uh, Right. Uh, Plus, traditional values. Uh, You know, we always hear from liberals, Ah, that's old thinking that. Come on, what are you, in the caveman days? Just because something is old doesn't mean it's wrong. In fact, maybe the opposite is true in many cases. Liberal and conservative tastes in music and art are different. Oh, I believe that. (laughs) I believe that. Uh, Liberals, what do you want to bet? They like that that art that where you splash paint all over a canvas, and and that's beautiful. The pointless art that the uh, Soviets said um, we should uh, litter college campuses with. Without form or substance. Yeah. They've definitely accomplished that. Yep. Abstract art. Yeah, it do, and it says liberals enjoy cubist and abstract art. Oh, so when you throw stuff, you just slop it on it. That's just, oh, that's beautiful. That give give me, I will give you seven million dollars for that painting. Mm. Really, it took me six minutes to throw that paint on it. Yeah, uh, and there's actually fecal matter on that. <laughs> well, they canvas. like it. they like to look yeah, at fecal so, matter. Um, They're okay with that. Pay up for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and conservatives, you know, are yeah. more into rock and roll than liberals are. You know that. I mean, please. Uh, uh, liberals want to hear, like, oh, air supply. Don't you do it? They want to hear air oh, supply. Okay, fine, whatever. They can Barry Manilow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Liberals? Mm-hmm. I, I thought liberals do. would be more, like, into emo and uh, yeah. Brit rock and really? stuff that, that I'm into, though I'm not a liberal. <clears throat> That's possible. I don't know. I, it doesn't really describe what music. It just says it's th- different. Hmm. Uh Studies from the 1980s showed that conservatives preferred more simple paintings, familiar music, unambiguous texts, and poems. Mm. Thank you. While liberals enjoy more cubist and abstract abstract art. Uh, Research dates back to a drastically different political climate. The findings held up in more recent studies. Um, And then it it doesn't really say uh, what kind of music they enjoy. Liberals are more likely to describe themselves... As compassionate and optimistic, while conservatives are more likely to say they're people of honor and religion. That's probably true. Conservatives believe they have more self-control. Mm-hmm. Liberals and conservatives extend feelings of compassion to different people. Hmm. Banana bread. And how about this? Conservatives Thanks. believe in personal responsibility. Liberals <laughs> believe in blaming everybody else. Anybody who isn't responsible is is to blame as in this particular case with this shooting in florida it's the nra's fault it's it's not the fault of the sheriff's department it's it's not it's not the fault of the fbi for missing all the signs and uh, all the warnings it's not it's not 
anybody's fault but the NRA and a gun. I mean, that's that doesn't even make sense. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Dan in Missouri, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey Pat. Hey. I've, you know, I've been sitting to this crap for almost two weeks about what can be done, what shouldn't be done, what can be done, and everybody is overthinking. I had a chemistry teacher one time told me the most difficult decision usually has the most simple answer. Hmm. Now, I'm a grandfather and a father, and any time I wanted to get anything out of my kids, I used the old adage, bribery. So if these kids, which they all know apparently exactly what was going on before it happened, and most of these things come from bullying, mm-hmm. I mean, from what, from what I've noticed over the years, you know, it comes from bullying. Now, we can't stop all of it, but if we could set up a situation where the schools would say, okay, here's what we're going to do. If you report a bully and the person that is being bullied and when it's proven we're going to give you uh three months of free cell phone we're going to give you uh three free days off to play hooky we're going to give you a month's worth of free lunches because something i've found over the years is there's only three things that an undeveloped adolescent mind really cares about and that's the opposite sex Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Fear, fear is number 2. Okay. And reward is number 3. Now, I don't know I I I'm sure you guys are are dads and mm-hmm. maybe even granddads. Mhm. If if you're if you want to get something out of one of your kids, you bribe them. Mm-hmm. And whenever you give them what they want, they will give you all the information that you need in the world. And something else, I believe 100%. I'm just an old Missouri boy, and we have. I was raised with strong values, and uh, but I got honorary too, you know. Mm-hmm. But if we could, a, vol- a strictly volunteer basis... Arm, faculty, you know, staff, teachers, whatever, and let them and, and pay for and pay for their education, you know, in, in handling firearms. Give them all the information that, that they need, uh-huh. and a direct line to a police department. Like you, you know, the old panic buttons like they got in banks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just push the panic button, and then. Pull. You know, if you have to pull your weapon to protect your babies, that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Make sure these people are volunteers and they're well insured. And and I, and something else I agree with that the government or the the state or the county or whatever should pay for their training and pay for them to carry because that's a that's that's what they used to call uh, uh what was it you get hazardous duty pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I yeah absolutely. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Dan. And I, um, I'm willing to to bribe these kids from Parkland with almost anything at this point. I'll give them a new car if they'll just go back to school and shut up. <laughs> I'll give you. I'm willing to do the bribes right now huh. if they'll just stop. 
Just stop. I've I've seen enough. I've heard enough from you guys. Thank you for your input. Here's a new car. Go home. <laughs> all set. Bye-bye. Go home. We're we're <laughs> glad we're we're all set with <laughs> with your points of view. Uh, that was great. I know we won't silence you, but you know what? You're not going to silence us. And that's what they're trying desperately to do. The left is trying desperately to silence us in the face of all of this gun control talk from these 16-year-old kids. So if it takes bribery to get them out of here, good. To send them home, uh, to, to end this nonsense, good. Yeah, but they're fighting for civil rights, Pat. Remember? Oh, good gosh. What? Listen, I mean, listen to this Oprah oh. Winfrey nonsense uh, along those lines. It's a proud moment. It's an evolving moment for mm. our country. The mm-hmm. same thing happened, as you know, back in the 50s and 60s for the no, civil I, rights movement. I don't know. Young people mm. said, we will not tolerate what, what our ancestors have tolerated. Oh. We have had enough. And we're willing to fight for it and willing to do march in the streets for it and, if necessary, die for it. How? How can any self-respecting black woman say that? How can she compare the plight of the African-Americans in this country to these kids trying to bring about gun control? What the hell are you talking about? We're the civil rights people. We are the civil rights movement. They're the ones trying to take our civil rights from us. Are you kidding me? We are the civil rights movement right now, trying desperately to hang on to our civil rights and our constitutional rights. Give me that. How can you possibly stop it? Stop it with trying to compare the civil rights movement to people trying to take rights from us. Stop it. 888 Wow, that just drives me out of my mind. The, just the buffoonery that's being spread on during this discussion. It's almost too much to take. Let me tell you about a new weight loss product that's be quickly becoming a, a really big part of the Blaze family. We all know diet and exercise, that's the basic formula, right? If you want to lose weight, you eat less than you exercise. But there's a really great, safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement called Riduzone uh, that can really support your healthy weight loss right now. It was launched by a local company who just took the good stuff out of olive oil and created a patented product containing OEA. Maybe you've heard about OEA. It's it's shown to boost metabolism and reduce your appetite. And that's it also helps you burn fat. So with proper nutrition and exercise, Riduzone will help you lose weight. And maybe even more importantly, help you keep it off. Because really, the the keeping it off is the hard part. How many times have you lost weight and then you just gain it right back? And maybe then some. Over and over and over, I've been through that. Um, a lot of you might have seen Sarah. She is the host of the News and Why It Matters. She recently lost over 100 pounds, and she uses Riduzone now to control her appetite so that she's not thinking about food all day long. It's, it's a fantastic product. If you want to learn more or just go and order, maybe you've heard enough, and now you're ready to do it. Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. That's Riduzone.com. Use the promo code PAT to get 30% off a three-month supply. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray returns. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also available at Pat Unleashed. Hashtag Tell Pat. Uh, from Mike, he says maybe we should follow China's lead, remove our twenty second amendment, and reelect Obama to uh, to POTUS for life. Wouldn't that be a great idea? Well, it would to the left. It would to the left. I think they, I think they'd sign on to that. Please, please. They are so stupid, ideas, man. And so crazy about that guy. I think they'd sign up for that. I really believe that. Right wing ninja one. I wonder if the Russian government were to suggest that in the United States we ban guns. Would the Democrats still support it? <laughs> uh, it's amazing how we switch sides on the Russia thing. By the way, I'm still on the same side of the Russia thing. I I, I think they're a threat. Uh, well, they're 1980s a, called. I know they want their policy <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah, that's a singer. <laughs> yeah, that'll get yeah. you four more years too. Wait. I uh, wouldn't cozy up uh, to the Russians for anything. They're not our friends. Uh, from Trav Watkins, would you like to help w- with feeding the hungry? Okay, <laughs> we were talking about the grocery store thing. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm at the grocery store. I'm buying food to feed the hungry people at my house. <laughs> Good stuff. So true. So true, and yet I fall for it like a sucker every time. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is Pat Unleashed. Uh, let's go to TJ in Florida. You're on the blaze. Hey TJ, I've got a great uh, tactic for dealing with the uh, the supermarket cashiers begging for your money. Okay, and it's uh, no guilt too. All I do is I say. Uh, I don't even say no. I just say I give all my donations through uh, Mercury One because they have no overhead, and I know that every dollar I spend or every dollar I send is going to exactly where I want it to go. Brilliant. Every once in a while, I'll get a huh or a really. At that point, I go ahead and tell them about the uh, the ball that pays for all the overhead, so they don't have to uh, take any of <laughs> money for anything else. That is awesome, and you would think I would do that too. Wouldn't you? You would think, since, I don't know, that's like part of our deal here. Uh, that's a really good idea. I mm-hmm. like that. I like that. And it's it's all true. Yep. And they they pretty much okay with that? Yeah. You pretty I much get out of there without guilt. Yeah, that's great. Because I'm donating. I'm yeah. just not donating through them. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, TJ. Appreciate it. And it is true. All, I mean, 100% of the donations go where you want it to go when we ask for those donations. For instance, uh, to ending sex slavery, to saving Christians in the Middle East. Um, so the only, uh, the only thing that pays for the administrative fees is not your donations to disaster causes. It's that ball that we do once a year. Every year, we just did that. What February? Yeah, <clears throat> with the, the uh, w- armadillo with the stuff, going armadillo on. race. Mm-hmm. One of the worst things that's ever occurred. Uh, how I hated that. I Why? hated the armadillo. Why did race. you hate the armadillo race? First of all, Jeffy rigged the armadillo race on okay. the air. Fair point. Okay. Any other reasons? Secondly, I didn't want anything to do with the armadillo. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't want to be near it's it. God's creatures. I didn't want to. Uh, push it along. Yeah. I didn't want to blow in its ear. They kept saying, blow in its ear. That helps. Ugh. No, I, I know you're trying to trick me and make me look stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm what, not going to blow in an armadillo's ear to make it go fast. What place, no. what place did yours finish in? I think last. Okay. I think I was dead last. You got to blow in its ear next I time. I tried a few times and I'm like, it doesn't help. They're, they're, it doesn't make them go. Huh. That's a lie. And they're just trying to make me look stupid. 
And so I stopped blowing in the armadillo's ear. Then I was supposed to pick it up and turn it around and make it go the right way. I'm not touching that thing. Ick. That's true. Ick. I'm no. With you. No, I'm not touching it. First of all, we were told for two months before the event that touching armadillos can cause leprosy. <laughs> Even though we have antibiotics now that can cure that, I didn't want leprosy. Yeah, why the trouble? Why would you go through the I'm trouble? not getting Ben-Hur disease just to do this stupid armadillo race. No, I saw what they looked like at the end of that movie. Forget it. I'm not doing it. Just in case the antibiotic doesn't work and this is like super leprosy or something. Uh-huh. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Why take the chance? That's what I say. <laughs> Ugliest, weirdest animal I've ever seen. It is quite freakish. And mm-hmm. and so, but the rest, the rest of the ball was quite lovely and a lot of fun. But I hated the armadillo race, and I will not be participating in any further armadillo races. Hmm. Just make that clear. Uh, Dave in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hey, uh, Pat, this is Dave. Hey, Dave, this uh, is in Pat. In response to those uh, comments about women teachers and how are they supposed to carry guns well (laughs) my wife is a teacher up here in northern utah and she carries a gun every day at school and the the clothes she wears and the way she carries it nobody knows that's great and uh there's maybe two people in the school that do another teacher and her resource officer knows this and uh, she told me when she told him his response was, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. So uh, it, it, it's possible very easy for a, uh, a female teacher to carry a gun, carry it effectively and completely concealed so that nobody, especially the students, don't know it. And they won't know it unless she has to use it. Right. Does the But the administration knows, right? The, and they're okay with that uh, or not? Not the current administration. She told me a previous uh, principal did know, but they've since wow. gotten a new principal, and he does not yet know. But the resource officer, the police officer, does. Okay. Wow. Is, does she know? I mean, are there other teachers that feel the same way and do the same thing? Or as far as she knows, is she the only one in the school? Uh, I think as far as she knows, she's the, uh, so far the only one. She does know other teachers have taken the concealed carry class, but how far they have gone with it, she's not sure yet. Yeah. She does know that there are teachers that if they were to learn that she does carry, they would absolutely freak out. I'm sure, yeah. There would be other teachers that would say, good for you. So uh, it's, it's, it's not a matter she makes a public issue. But uh, for those people who are supposed to know, they do know. Hmm. Well, it's, I mean, what a great thing for the kids in, in that school, that somebody has a gun in case anything goes wrong. I mean, that's fantastic. Uh, appreciate the call. Thanks, Dave. Uh, so women, according to Dave, this seems outrageous. Right. Women apparently, A, can teach if they carry, and B, can find a place to put the gun if they wear a dress to school. Huh. Huh. Says Dave. <laughs> he says Dave. Yeah, no, not not the senior. If that's his real name, not not so. <laughs> according to the senior law enforcement analyst for CNN, who Thank says, you. "Look, they wear dresses. They can't. They women dresses can't. and stuff. Where are you going to put it? <laughs> you want to hear? it? I was going to make a suggestion, oh, oh. and then I thought better of it. Oh, so I, 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 it would have been funny, but maybe not. <laughs> I just thought better. Of it's it. funny for my brain." <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. In honor of Doc Thompson. Uh, nice. Uh, Sal in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey, Keith. Hey. 
Hey, uh, listen, I, I, I have a beef with the, the, uh, these companies that are now boycotting the NRA, namely Simply Safe, who I was introduced to from the Blaze oh, years ago. Oh, no. Did Simply and Safe? I love, yes, I love the product, and damn it, look what they've done. They've boycotted uh, the NRA relationship, if you will, and here's what's even more chapping than that, Pat. They're in the damn security business. They're the first mm-hmm. line of defense in my home, and I'm mm-hmm. a gun owner. So what what does that say about them doing it? I, I'm so mad. I don't know if I should cancel them, or or maybe I should have you guys help get some help from you guys at the Blaze, mm. you know, to make a louder voice here about one of their prime sponsors of doing this. Yeah, um, appreciate the call. We, I mean, yes, I I, uh, I think we need to talk to them about it. I because I, I hadn't even heard that they are not uh, one of the companies that I've seen named. Uh, so that's news to me, but I'd like love to talk to him about it. I'm sure uh, Glenwood as well. Being, I don't know, a member of the NRA and a supporter of the NRA. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Richard in New York, you're on the blaze. Hi. Good afternoon, Pat. I would like to, uh, it's a little bit uh, off your present subject, but I would like to throw an idea at you and see what your reaction is. I am suggesting that at every higher learning institute in this country, that the chancellors, the teachers, the students, even the maintenance men, be required to read Barry Goldwater's Conscience of a Conservative. What's your opinion? I oh, I don't really have an opinion on it because I've never read uh, Barry Goldwater's book. Um, oh, shame on you. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I'm a fan of Barry Goldwater, but I've never, never actually read that book. Well, may I respectfully suggest you do you may and you just did and i will <laughs> it's a, it's about 60 years old now okay but uh but it still has a lot of relevant information in there okay yeah we'll check it out uh appreciate the call thanks richard triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. more coming up The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. Welcome, Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Newsweek has a list, full list of the companies that have boycotted the NRA so far. A lot of rental car. What's the deal with the rental car agencies? Same company, I think. Hey, stupid. These kids can't even rent your freaking cars. Why are you caving in to them? (laughs) I mean, David Hogg is eight years away from being able to rent one of your cars. But there are 5 million NRA members who can rent your cars. What a dumb business decision. Good, good. I'm glad you did this. Dummies. <laughs> Buffoonery. Asinine. Alamo Rent-A-Car, Avis, Allied Van Lines. What kind of... Re- you get a discount on moving? 
if you're an NRA move, uh, member. Best Western, and I want to stay at your crappy hotel anyway. Budget, rent a car, get another rental car. Chubb Insurance, which is so freaking expensive. Uh, so out of control expensive that, uh, no thank you anyway, Chubb, thanks, but bye-bye. Delta Airlines, Enterprise Rent-A-Car, First National Bank of Omaha, Hertz, MetLife, North American Van Lines. Uh, Paramount RX. I don't know what that is. Some sort of prescription thing, apparently. Mm. Simply Safe. Definitely on the list. Mm. Semantic and True Car. A lot of car things. <laughs> For kids who maybe can't even drive your dumb cars. I, you have you gotta to be 25. That. Yeah, you gotta be 25. You guys are 16. Call me in a decade. Right. Nine, eight, nine years away. Yeah. They're 17, 16 and 17 year olds. They're at least eight years away. Uh-huh. Let's say they're 18. You're still seven yeah. years away. Go do something less important like, I don't know, take away my constitutional rights. <laughs> right. <Nice hats. laughs> Sorry. Right. Continue. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So, 888-900-3393. Also to at Pat Unleashed at the Blaze Keith. Uh, talking about yesterday's instance with the sheriff who said, do we have this somewhere? If it's and if ifs and buts. Oh, or candy. candy we got nuts. that one. If it's and buts. We got to still have that, that? One, please. If you've got that in TV. Because uh, it's it's worth playing again. Okay, uh, They're looking for it right if now. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts. OJ Simpson would still be in the record books. <laughs> A, that's not the saying. The saying is, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> this sheriff, man, he's bad at even his right? one-liners, man. Second, O.J. Simpson is still in the record books. He's a little further down, but he's in them. They didn't take him out just because he was accused of a double murder. <laughs> he still did what he did. That's true. You know? Look, look, look. Ray Lewis still has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, well, Ray Lewis was, he just obstructed justice a little bit. He was fine. He didn't do anything really bad. I just, no, no, no. Every time this comes up, I just feel so bad for my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia. The DA at the time, oh, what was his name? Anyway, so Ray, listen, tell us every, we know you're innocent, Ray. We got this, man. Look, Super Bowl was here. Things got ugly. Just tell us what you know, and, and you can walk free. Cool, I'll take that deal. Where do I sign? Thank you. I don't know nothing. Okay. Well, we're done here. That's exactly how it went down. It's amazing. That's oh. uh, amazing. And he's now a Hall of Famer. <laughs> so put that in your pipe and smoke it. Or put that in your, uh, what was it I was told to say? Put uh, that in, in your, your um, vapor and vape, vapor it and vape or it. something. Uh, okay. Uh, here's, here's the uh, brilliant <laughs> oh. comeback from the sheriff the okay. other day. Do you think that if the Broward Sheriff's Office had done things differently, this shooting might not have happened? Yeah, listen, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, uh, you know, uh, O.J. Simpson would still be in the record books. I don't know what that means. There's 17 dead people, and there's an, a whole long list of things your department could have done differently. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but look, there's 17 dead people. Look, look, Jakey, Jakey, uh, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all, uh, well, O.J. Simpson would be uh, 
you know, and it's still in the record books. Well, he doesn't have time to come up with funny, witty lines. He's out sheriffing, man. That's no, it's really hard to sheriff there too. Sheriffing is is hard work, mm-hmm. I, and I know it is. But he doesn't even specify what it is he's doing. You got I don't know. In the most important case that's probably ever happened in your county, and you're off sheriffing. You got a lot to do. You yeah. can't get to this one. Okay. Anyway, so so my thing was throwing out dumb phrases like <laughs> dumb. Uh, you asked for it, you got it, Toyota. Genius. Uh, brilliant. It's better than candy and nuts. They plump when you cook them. Uh, look, Jakey over there. They plump when you cook them. That's all I got to say, man. <laughs> you talking to me? If they plump when you cook them, OJ would still be in the record books <laughs> or something. Well, we get this uh, from Guy who said, Pat, you forgot your most famous catchphrase regarding the sheriff. A cat can give birth to kittens in the oven. That don't make them biscuits. A cat can give birth to kittens in the oven. That don't make them biscuits. Jake. Okay, Jakey. Eh, a cat can. You know what? Look, a cat can give birth to kittens in the oven. That don't make them biscuits. Oh, but eh? Jake. Jakey. You got to kind of do it condescendingly. Oh, okay. can add an E-Y at the end of his name. Hey, uh, did you put Jakey at the front of that? Yo, Jakey. Yo, Jakey. Hey, look, a cat could give birth kit- to kittens. Birth. Them kittens in the in the oven, but that don't make them biscuits. You know I, what I'm I don't know about? what that means. Seventeen I, people are dead, man. Yeah, it's oh. still the same comeback, <laughs> and it still hurts. Oh. Yeah, that's a stinging rebuke, actually. Yep, stinging. Yep. And and when you defend Jake Tapper, though, you get all kinds of flack from the right. I I don't. I don't care where I get flack. I don't, I don't either, but you know, it's it's bizarre to me because the yeah, guy yes. has proven himself to do this to both sides. Yep. And that's what you want yep. in your journalist. That's what makes him a journalist. Hold people's feet to the fire. What, what pisses me off is when a guy like this comes on and you don't challenge him. Are we unique in that we like to be challenged? That we like the stimulation I, upstairs when it comes to these issues? Maybe. Uh, and, and we or don't you admire mind, people and who do that? we don't mind the people. I don't care who the source is. Yeah. If, 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 if it's a journalist acting like a journalist, mm. yes, somebody has to in this world. Right. Uh, in Broward County, Florida, uh, CARE polices you. Uh, during his time as county sheriff, Scott Israel has repeatedly cozied up to radical Islamic groups. In a seeming attempt to build bridges, he's elevated several uh, mosques with congregants and leaders who have detailed connections to terrorist organizations. Worse, one of Sheriff Israel's veteran deputies is Nazar Hamzi, a top officer at the Council on American-Islamic Relations or CARE. Now, CARE was an unindicted co-conspirator in the Holy Land trial. That's a... uh, It's a group here in Dallas that was deemed to have terrorist ties, and they were convicted for that. Care was named as an unindicted co-conspirator in that. So you want you want your organization to be part of this effort? I don't I don't think so. Care was started by members of the Muslim Brotherhood with the goal to raise and support and funds for Hamas, which is the terror group that's in charge of the Gaza Strip right now. The group was named... No, I just mentioned that. They also mentioned that in the article, so good. Good for them. <laughs> Got a little ahead of myself, I guess, Sarah. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh, Hamzi has long been simultaneously a top official at CARE Florida <clears throat> and a Broward County deputy sheriff. He's currently listed as the group's second in command, but has also served as its executive director. Oh. 
As a Broward County police officer, Hamzi often frequents mosques to deliver speeches glorifying the Islamic community. He also trains congregants on active shooter situations. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So what? they'll do that in mosques, apparently, but not at schools? Is that what we're led to believe here? <laughs> I'm not sure there's anything wrong, though, with no. you know training it, the, the people at the mosque. That's yes. fine. That's fine. You could also, if you're a Islam, of course, you're going to glorify the Islamic community. That's fine, too. If you're an American, you have a right to self-defense. I don't care yeah. who knows how to defend themselves. It's just this terrible duplicity of, yeah, yep, exactly. mosques, train, teachers. Whoa! No. Whoa! Oh, wait, you want them to be able to protect our kids? Don't you want an what imam to be able to preach? But you're going to arm him? <laughs> wow, I don't know. And again, you know. You don't have to arm. What they're talking to us about at church is throwing things. First of all, running uh, and barricading yourself somewhere. Well, yeah, that's kind of a no-brainer if you're able to do that. If you can safely run without being shot in the back, that's probably what you want to do. Although I am concerned that you're leaving people behind. What I think is a much better option if nobody's armed is, uh, and, and here's the cool thing at my church, if Glenn's in the building, somebody's going to be armed. <laughs> it's a security for one thing. Um, but the other thing is, uh, if everybody picks something up and throws it at the shooter, his aim is going to be off, right? And while he's recovering from that, maybe people could jump him. Is it dangerous? Sure. Is it more dangerous than sitting there or cowering somewhere and just waiting to be shot I, I don't think so you know it but again it's really hard to know what you do in these circumstances it's impossible until you're in it and and that's why you know people are so offended by what uh, the president said yesterday so when he said i think i believe i would have uh i believe i would have gone in there if it was up to him even if he was unarmed so what happened then everybody brought up the fact that he didn't go to vietnam Come on. Yep, that's what I saw over I and over and over again. Hey, ask uh, Trump's friends that went to Vietnam with him. Oh, wait. <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm. Oh, geez. They're just, you know. And here he is now saying that sometimes you have to fight the NRA. Is even taking the position sort of that's theirs. And they're still bashing him for it. Mm. I don't know why these leftists can't wake up and realize, hey, if you treat this guy well, <laughs> I hope they never wake up and realize it. Yes. If you treat this guy well, he might adopt your point of view. Just don't <laughs> burn his ego. Has no one noticed that? Uh, right. <sighs> On things he's not really committed to. And, and what are the things he's committed to? Trade. I think he's committed to that. And in certain things in the economy. Other than that... I, I don't know that he's put a lot of thought into gun control, into abortion, into things of that nature. Nope. Last person in the room. So, uh, Seth Abramson tweeted out, how about we abolish private gun ownership except for muskets? <laughs> See what he did there? He went back to the revolutionary. Which we'd re then require for Americans over 18. That'd be a pro-gun reading of what the Second Amendment meant in 1791. 
then 98.7% of us could break our muskets in half, and the 1.3% in the NRA would have a musket. An asinine tweet. So Ben Shapiro tweeted this response. Hey, what if we just abolished the internet, telephones, telegraphs, and all other modes of communication that weren't around in 1791 when the First Amendment was written? No? Oh, that's right. Your argument is stupid. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. It's a great follow on Twitter. Ben what? Shapiro, do it. It's great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Here's another great thing to do, and that's replace your filters. If it's especially if it's been a while, you can't remember when the last time uh, you replaced them was. It's definitely time to do it. Um, and your HVAC system will then not just be blowing crud around in your house for you to breathe and aggravate your allergies and make you sick. Filterby.com. It's America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. Over 600 different sizes. They have virtually everything. If they don't, through some weird uh, miracle of science, have what you need, they'll custom make it for you and get you what you need. Then they'll ship it free to your house within 24 hours. It's fast, it's easy, it's convenient, and it's affordable. And they have a whole uh, wide array of MERV options all the way up to hospital grade. So that will remove the pollen, the dust, the mold, all of the allergy-aggravating stuff floating around your house, gone. With filter by. Right now, save 5% just by setting up auto delivery. That way, you never have to worry about, well, is it time to change the filters again? You'll know it is because they show up at your door. It's just that easy. So save money and save time. Breathe better. Filterby.com. Filterbuy.com. That's filterby.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. to Pat Gray mm-hmm. on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, Rome just got snow. It snowed in Rome a lot. It's kind of rare. I mean, it does happen. It's kind of like, I, even though Rome is on the same latitude, longitude thing as uh, like New York City, hmm. it's way warmer than New York. It's way more temperate yeah, the as a climate yeah. because of the Gulf Stream and uh, things. Um, but it... It snowed, I guess, in 2010, but that was the first time in 21 years. Snowed in 2012, and now it snowed in 2018. I I don't know, but it seemed like they were saying there wasn't going to be any snow anymore. You're going to have to explain to your kids what snow was once upon a time. Sure. Uh, No. No no what? (laughs) No. No what? That's not the case. Um, A lot of things that they said back then, like the uh, Arctic ice would be completely melted by now. No. No. Uh, no. Hmm. Also not true. Okay. So Rome got snow. Okay, that's cute. London got snow. Okay. Headline is snow chaos with schools closed, roads blocked, and trains canceled. Oh gosh. So let's see. How bad was it? Snowmageddon. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
The uh, Met Office mm. said several centimeters of snow had fallen in some parts of overnight. Hmm. Uh, what does that mean? They got up to four centimeters of snow. What is that, like 18 feet? Nobody oh, knows. Hold on. There's no way to tell. You can tell. Just it gave it to second. me in metric. Let's come on. Hang on. 18, 20, Wait, 25, 25 feet. Something four like that. centimeters. <laughs> four centimeters. I'm sorry. What what happened there? Trains and cars and yeah, schools? schools and one and a half inches. <laughs> An inch wow. and a half of snow. Europe, you are so tough. <laughs> and it's interesting because, I mean, <laughs> don't. that's why we left that stinking cotton Thank in the you. first place, right? They can't handle anything. One and a half inches of snow. An inch and a half. And it snows there from time. I don't think it snows every week, yeah. all winter long, but I think it snows on a somewhat regular. Every time you see a Christmas carol, which takes place in London, mm. there's snow, right? It snows all the time. It's always in a snowy setting. It must have snowed in the 1800s. It's snowing now. Uh-huh. I don't know. They're weak. It's, just, uh, it's unbelievable. How about that? Uh, we have time for that Florida congressman? Uh, yes, we do. Let's play the Florida congressman who says that uh, something's going on behind the scenes that you might want to know about. I haven't met one Republican and, and had this conversation where they said, yeah, I've got full faith in the system that we're not going to put another uh, AR-15 in the hands of the next Nicholas Cruz or the next Omar Mateen, who is the Orlando Pulse nightclub shooter. I don't have any confidence in the system stopping that. Well, if we don't have confidence in that going on in the system then how do we say we go forward and continue these sales? Are your Republican colleagues receptive? Many of them are. Many of them have come up to me, you know, kind of more so one-on-one, a little bit quietly. You know how that is. They're not out there, you know, necessarily wanting to have this conversation in front of everybody. But they're saying, hey, good job on you. Good job in taking a stand. Good job in saying that. How is that playing? What are people saying to you back in your district? They're really wanting to know what is the reception about, you know, what I've, what I've heard about what I've said. And, of course, you can imagine that's been a very mixed bag. Despicable. That's a Republican. <laughs> I'm using air quotes. Brian Mast. Behind closed doors, because what did we get? Behind closed doors, the GOP lets their hair hang down. That's good stuff right there, man. You don't get that on other radio programs. And they let you know how liberal they really are. Well, we know what's going on behind closed doors now, because Brian Mass just told us. Uh, that's that's despicable. If they are receptive, receptive to this Assault weapons ban, which they know they did once already, and it didn't work at all. It didn't do anything to solve the problem. Even honest Democrats will admit, yeah, it won't do anything, but we've got to do something. It'll feel good. Isn't that what you want? Don't you want to feel good? What, are you against feeling good, Pat? No, I'd rather stop the shootings from happening, which would entail some really hard things. Like, I don't know, looking into, who was it? Didn't Glenn have somebody on today that said, uh, that was talking about video games? You can't let these guys continue to play uh, first-person shooter video games 12 hours a day their whole life. That doesn't affect you at all? I don't know, but let's look into it. Let's see if that's a contri- contributing factor. Let's, let's talk about bullying. In virtually every case, these people have been shunned, right? They're not the super popular kid in school. The super popular kid, to my knowledge... Has never gone into his school and shot uh, several people. I don't know of any instance. It's always the loser. It's always the loner. It's always the guy they say is picked on and shunned and nobody likes him. And everybody said, yep, if anybody's going to be the shooter, it's going to be him. 
Why don't we look into that? Why does that happen all the time? And if these kids are so hell-bent on stopping it, and who isn't, then why don't you address that, kids? Maybe we could get David Hogg to talk about that. Hey, did you ever reach out to this kid that you knew was uh, potential, that had potential to do something like this? Everybody says it. And if you knew, did you ever try to help? Did you ever reach out to him once? Ever? Did you? How about the kids now who are going through similar things he went through? You reaching out to them in light of what just happened? My guess is no, they're not. The only thing we can do is remove assault weapons. Well, then what does that leave? Uh, 50 million more? Are you going to go house to house, door to door, and take them all from people? I don't think you want to do that. If you do want to do that, you're a fool. Because that will get ugly. Ugh. I, you know, I, I don't know what precisely the answer is here. But we're never going to find it until we have a real discussion. And a real discussion must involve the people who are doing the shooting. Is it because they're on a prescription drug? Is it because they were bullied? And something snapped inside of them. Uh, Is it because God's not allowed in our schools and in our society anymore? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it that we're in breach right now of the American covenant because of abortion and 60 million babies slaughtered? Hmm. This... If we're really going to find answers, if we're really going to to seek solutions, it's going to take some introspection. It's not as easy as saying, yeah, the NRA is evil. Uh, take your business away from the NRA. Stop supporting them, and then we'll be fine. That's ludicrous. All right, much more on this tomorrow. we got to tell you about uh, Obama's secret sports speech. Really a strange situation uh that i can't wait to get into sounds like fun it's it's more fun because he's an athlete you know oh my gosh I mean, he should have been a professional ever. athlete mm-hmm. but fortunately he went into politics instead oh, and turned service. out to be one of the greats <laughs> pat gray unleashed on the blaze radio network